Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 166 of Thirst and Goal. I am Frane. Across the from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe. You'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any podcatcher. Ben, we are back after a one-week hiatus. Yes, exactly. And I am excited. I am excited Love doing as well. This. Me too. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> I can uh, hear it in your voice. Exactly. How excited you are. <laughs> All right, Friday. How was your week this week? It was, uh, it, it kind of dragged, actually, this week. I was really tired. Uh, it was a long weekend, uh, and I didn't get much sleep over the weekend last weekend, and it kind of dragged into the week. I just felt sluggish the entire week, Ben. But last night, I got some good sleep, and I'm ready to go on the podcast. What about you, Ben? I feel the same. It was a, Actually, it was a pretty good week, all things considered. I didn't get the greatest of sleep last night, but, uh-huh. you know, these things happen yep. when you have pets jumping up and down on your head uh, throughout the evening. But by and large, good week. Got Easter tomorrow, yep. and looking forward to a great week next week. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, ben, I am drinking a little bit of the Cascadia rye whiskey, a very good whiskey or a, a rye on its own uh, from Portuguese port barrels. It's you know it's on the sweeter side, not as much spice. I mean, we did enjoy it, but I have it mixed with a little bit of Coke, a little bit of club soda, and then you know what? You gave me a little bit of lime juice, so I just tossed it in there as well. And you know, it tastes pretty good. What about you, Ben? Yeah, I'm changing it up just a little bit this week. I'm drinking the Copper and Kings Moons of Juniper Gin from a bourbon distillery down in Kentucky. But instead of a gin and tonic tonight, I'm trying to cut back on the sugar a little bit. This is different. Yeah, I'm just trying to like, you know, We missed a podcast for one week. (laughs) I know. And you just changed everything up. Well, I ordered a whole case of club soda. So I was like, okay, what am I going to do with this club soda? Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be 24 episodes before Friday gets through that entire case of club soda. Uh, but I trying to cut out some of the sugar. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. So I'm actually drinking tonic has too much sugar. Too much sugar. Yeah. So I'm drinking a gin Ricky tonight. So mm-hmm. I have the Copper and Kings Moons of Juniper Gin. I've got some fresh organic lime juice and some club oh, it's soda. Organic. Well, yeah, uh-huh. you're supposed Very to squeeze fancy. it, but I'm not. Is that sque- why you were? Is that why you're drinking it with one pink in there? Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, exactly. I got it now. Fancy. I, uh, you know, I was going to, they say don't use the pasteurized stuff, and, but they say you squeeze it yourself, but I'm not going to be on the podcast over here squeezing I would like multiple limes into my drink. I would like to see that. Uh, so I did get, you know, the good stuff. It's it's or allegedly non-pasteurized lime juice uh-huh. with the club <laughs> allegedly. soda, allegedly, with the club soda and a couple slices of lime with a little bit of rosemary. It's actually really refreshing. It's actually pretty good. It's got a little bit of sodium, but nowhere near Had the it. amount of sugar. Yeah, I took a sip from there. It's actually, it's a, it's a very refreshing drink. And look how beautiful that looks, Ben. It's a hazy, sort of uh, yellowish in color. You got the limes in there. You got the rosemary in there. You got the ice in there. I mean, that's photo worthy right there. Yeah, I like I it. I should probably take a picture, Yeah, but I won't, the but The first I Ricky night. Yeah, allegedly it started out as a bourbon or a whiskey Ricky. It was... It was lime juice, bourbon, and mineral water with a lime in there, and they—they, they, yeah. I can't remember the guy's name, but kind of what name I got, Ricky. Kind of what I got right there. Yeah, I mean a little bit, except it's rye, not bourbon, but you know, still, it's a sweet rye, so it kind of tastes like 
bourbon-ish. I like but it. But it actually it tastes pretty good though. I mean, it's a nice. Uh, you know, tonight is not the coldest of nights. Um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm wearing my puffer jacket. I'm actually kind of warming up a little bit now, a little too much. Ben, you 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 don't have yours on just yet. Not quite. No. But. I'm 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 in denial that it's going to get colder tonight than normal. Yeah, but it's uh, been like a couple but it's weeks. Been cold. It's been a couple weeks since I've seen you, Ben. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, in spirit. Did you get taller? I was there. What's that? Did you get taller? <laughs> I got. I mean, to, you look different. I shaved. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's uh, I ha- it. I have to that's shave. That's it. You do. You you did shave. I have to shave on Monday morning, so I had a little bit of a beard going. I have to be clean shaven for something on Monday morning. So rather than trying to fight through a thick beard Sunday night or Monday morning, I'm yeah. getting sort of ahead of the game. But I'll be growing it back. After Monday, I got mine. A yeah, bit. you know, I started uh, started growing out a little bit. Uh, I just kind of and you should. I kind of fade the edges right here. I see yeah, that. You know where it gets kind of thicker on the bottom, but kind of you know. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to cut it tomorrow. But you know, it's, it's, it's why? No, no, no. I'm saying like I'm still gonna keep this front portion like a little bit thicker, but then kind of fade you know the sides into the you know. Yeah, you've become the, yeah. quite the barber in the during oh, yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. And yeah. You no, saved actually, yourself I, yeah. hundreds of dollars in haircuts. I mean, no, I mean it's 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 actually easy. It's actually, I mean, you do it. Yeah. I do it. I mean, it's like, you know, I, why waste that money when I could just do it myself? I, you know, I bought it like a, one of those, uh, uh, what is it? Like, uh, I forget what the brand is, but it was like 30 bucks. Yeah. Man. Like they're like wall or Norelco might, yeah, or something like that. I think it might have been a wall, but, uh, I mean, shit, man, that, that thing, you know, for 30 bucks, it's high quality stuff. It's made in the USA. Exactly. And it saved me, I calculated it. It was like $400. It saved me over yeah. the course of the last year. Yeah. Doing my own. I mean, occasionally I'll go to the barbershop just to clean up my mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. But then I can go another few months without with making my own mistakes and then go back and have those resolved at a later time. Uh, But Friday, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL news. We have our shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Feel good story as well, Ben. I mean, man, it's been two weeks since I've heard a feel good story. Like. (laughs) I, I I can't I can't wait yeah. to hear what this feel good like story waiting is. Waiting on the beach I at Dunkirk. I miss this so <laughs> much. We well, yeah, Dunkirk Ben, you just watched it today. I'm surprised it's your first time watching it since you love World War II movies. It was World War II, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, we also have except uh, there wasn't a lot of war. In we it, have Friday's yeah. World Cup update, but you know what? There's really no updates, Ben. Then it's um, going to be your hot take because yeah. I got a new song for the hot take. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so you better come up with a hot take and then we, or a World Cup update. We also have our shot of the week, Ben, inspired by the Easter holiday. Tomorrow is Easter, and we have a little bit of, uh, well, last year we cut the heads off of bunnies. This year we just cut the ears off. So, uh, and it's not as cruel. It's a kinder, gentler shot. It is. I mean, you know, we had bloody heads last year on a plate. Yeah, you it, know, was, this, it was bad. This year it's, uh, you know, it's it's definitely not as bad. I mean, they can't hear us. Yeah, it was right leaking now. red caramel out of their neck. It was. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. It was yeah. very. It, it was, was very, very gory. Uh, it was very Halloween-like almost. But it was very for Vikings Valhalla. I mean, just the heads <laughs> came thing. right off. You've been watching Ben. You're done with that show, and it's a great show for anybody out there that's yeah, you know, for looking sure. to watch something on Netflix. And uh, we have our beverage of the week, Ben. You have been in search of an Irish whiskey that does not taste like crap. I've, and I've uh, had a, a few, a few uh, <laughs> swings and misses over the years. I mean, we love our bourbons. We love our rye. We love our scotches from all the regions of Scotland, uh, but Irish whiskeys is uh, Japanese whiskey is also not that good. It's 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 just we got a that few good. and uh, we haven't been thrilled with them. There's not that much flavor. There's just they're not very. It's complex. very clean. They're very I mean, light. They're very. Light and they're very. Yeah, they go down easily. But there's not much to it. If you, if you want something to drink that goes down easily, drink water. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> a hundred and fifty dollar bottle of Japanese whiskey. But if you want something good, you know, get yourself some scotch. 
Um, but yeah, we have the black. Well, actually, this was recommended to you, right, Ben? Yeah, by a friend of mine. Yeah, and so he's uh, and 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 you know we've been in insert- we've had a few Irish whiskeys on the show so far, and and we haven't been pleased with them. No. I mean they're not bad, but they're not as good as Bourbon's Rise, you know, uh, scotches or even the cognacs. I mean, as much as you. You know, hate the cognac supposedly, Ben, and 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 and, eh, and roll your eyes breaks. every time I bring one over. Um, I don't roll my actually, eyes. Like I... every single time, like every single one that we've tried, you have liked it, and I love them too myself. Yeah, I mean, it's sweet. It's like it's like uh, liquor candy, but they're more complex than some of the Irish whiskeys that we've had. Yeah, and they so have hopefully... sweet, very sweet, not so sweet. <laughs> oh, there you sweeter. go, sweeter, hater, hater. <laughs> but it is the Bushmills Black Bush Irish whiskey. We're gonna give that a shot. Can't wait to try that. And then we have our beer of the week, which is another beer that I cannot wait to try, Ben. This is Yeah, from, this one looks good. Yeah, it's this limited series from McKellar Brewing in San Diego, bro. It is their Guava Gang. And I love the cans. I mean, the cans. Yeah, the, 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 yeah. the labels are really, really well done. Yeah. They're, I mean, like, the the whoever the illustrator is for these characters, I mean, they're, it's, it's, they're great uh, labels. But, you know, the last one we had, we loved it. Uh, this is a... Uh, ghost style ale brewed with guava and sea salt and we had that um uh what was it that portuguese one or was it spanish one um el bocaron el bocaron uh, i can't remember was it was it all spanish? head all was the it, time was it portuguese or was it spanish it was spanish spanish uh that one we loved that one we loved just has that a one, lot of head so that, be, that one be, was, be aware yeah exactly i mean once you pop that shit open i mean it just fuzzes all over the place fizzes fizzes all over the place it, it, doesn't gotta, fuzz it fizzes better to pour that one in a glass yeah, I mean that one. That one is one that you know we loved. We just can't find it anymore. It's just not available on the shelves at Total Wine. Maybe somewhere you can find them. But you know, I'm excited to try that, Ben. And then we have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Franny. What's first about a big board? First up, Ben, is our NFL news. Can you believe it? We're already here at the NFL news oh, portion. You, doesn't the USFL start tomorrow? Oh, does it start tomorrow? <laughs> I think it might start tomorrow. Uh, they've got like people, you know, they got the NFL players that are going to. I think uh, uh, Garrett, can't remember the guys. I can't, man, once the season's over, yeah. the the defensive yeah, yeah, lineman well, that threw the helmet at Mason Rudolph is Miles Garrett is going Miles to Garrett. do some of the announcing. There's other guys and other people are going to be helping them. Mm-hmm. They're giving them two year contracts, so the XFL can't. Hey. Pilfer any of them away. Yeah, but that's something like you can do in the offseason. I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. They yeah. could have hired us. For sure. I mean, we probably sure. wouldn't pay much attention to the game. We'd be drinking most of the time, but fuck it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll I mean, see. It would be more fun to listen to. Yeah, I mean, exactly. <laughs> they should just do drinking. Like uh, Joe Buck and yeah. Troy Eggman drink. Well, yeah. well, I don't I know think if they're Troy already Eggman probably. Drinking. Yeah, I know. But have Troy those... Eggman looks like he yeah. drinks on the show. <laughs> but have those two guys drinking. Have Al, Mi- have Al Michaels and Mike Tarico yeah. or something. I can't remember who's. I think it's going to be Kirk Herbstreet. Oh, my yeah. God. I don't know if I'm going to be able to watch any games on Amazon. Uh, but have those guys drink and do the games. Yeah. That would be like yeah. something that Jim would be Nance, more interesting. You know, hello friends. Yeah. <laughs> hello friends. I mean, like just having smoking a bowl yeah. and drinking <laughs> and drinking like a cognac. I wonder if it's like copyrighted. The hello friends. Because uh, that's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it was me and you, I'd change it up a little bit. You know, but, yeah. Hello, amigos. Hello, amigos. <laughs> he's not. He's not Pat Riley. He's not going to go out and, <laughs> and trademark three Pete like he doesn't yeah, have yeah. enough money. Hand down, man down. Yeah, exactly. Well, that would actually. Well, did he actually probably trademark that? I, I I don't even know what the fuck that means, really. Uh, it means that you know when you lower your hands hand on defense, down, the shot's going in the bucket. Hand down, man down. Because it seems like when you say hand down, man down, the guy that's shooting the ball <laughs> is gonna going to knock down, it down. Like, but it it doesn't make any sense. But anyways, yeah, but that's why he didn't last long as a head coach. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Hey, he's making more money probably this way and, and enjoying his life way more with less stress. Oh, for sure. But first up front, a Derek Carr cashes in. Yep. But will the Raiders win? Yep. 
The L.A. Raiders have agreed to a three-year extension with quarterback Derek Carr worth $121.5 million. NFL Network's Ian Rappaport and Mike Garavolo reported the deal ties Carr, who is already the longest-tenured quarterback in the AFC now that Roethlisberger is retired, to Las Vegas through the 2025 season, and it includes a no-trade clause. Gah, he always said he wanted to play as a Raider or retire as a Raider. Carr previously signed a five-year, $125 million extension with the Raiders back in 2017. Friday, what say you about Derek Carr getting locked up at a reasonable $40 million per deal? I mean, $40 million does sound, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot. It's not a long uh, contract, Not by though. Aaron Rodgers' standards. No. But, I mean, it's, it's you know... Uh, not by Kirk Cousins' standards, even. Yeah, I know. Seriously, I'm trying to think of the other quarterbacks. In terms of guaranteed that, money, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But, I know, I mean, last week, or not last week, but uh, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, you know, we talked about it with Derek Carr, and, you know, when is he going to get his contract? When is he going to get locked up by the Raiders? And even back then, I said, you know, with the right team around him, this guy can take you to the Super Bowl. I mean, look how close they were in, in beating the Bengals this year. Bengals go to the Super Bowl. They were just, you just, know, like just they, a they hair were, away. They were right there. I mean, you know, they, they were there on fourth down or fourth and goal, whatever it was. It was the end of the game. It was, I think, the game ended nineteen seventeen or whatever. I can't remember exactly what the score was, but they were right there yeah. with the team from the AFC that went to the Super Bowl. Um, so, I mean, with the right team around him, and it seems like they're really constructing the right team around him right now. Um, you know, he can he can definitely take them places. I mean, yeah. you know, he threw for what, about forty five hundred yards last season, and he's really come around over the last few years after his femur injury. Uh, even that season where he, where he uh, broke his femur, played very well, had a couple of down seasons, but he is back. And, I mean, you have to love what the guy is saying. I mean, at least, you know, he's saying he wants to be a Raider for life and blah, blah, blah. I mean, if if other team offered him $50 million, he'd be gone in a second. Uh, well, I think he could have made million. more money after this contract expired. I, uh, more than 40. Maybe 40 not. 40 is not bad, though. I mean, 40 it's not, is but it's less than Prescott. Prescott. It's less than Rodgers. It's less than yeah. Allen. It's less, yeah. than all, it's less than most up, less than Wilson. Yeah. But I like his message, though. I mean, uh, I, I think it was on Twitter or whatever. He, he, he uh, you know, when he got his last deal... But did he get a deal before? I mean, they lost Khalil Mack. They lost Khalil Mack. You know, and he, you know, he said that's my best friend. I don't want that shit to happen again. So he's 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 sort of taken not not the exact route that Tom Brady took because Tom Brady would take less money. Yeah. But you know, he's not trying to um, break the you know, team. Yeah, exactly. And and you don't want to be like uh, the Green Bay Packers having to sign Sammy Watkins, <laughs> who was going to get cut because your quarterback makes too much fucking money, which is a possibility. <laughs> but you know, I know I, I like I like Derek Carr. You know, I know there are some fans out there, maybe the Raiders, that think he's not the guy. But you know, like we always say, Ben, quarterbacks do not grow on trees. He is a he's he's more than serviceable. I mean, yeah, he's, I mean, he's he's, 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 a, he's a top he's, twelve quarterback. Yeah, he's better than mediocre. He's better than Kirk Cousins. He's not like the definition of mediocrity like Cousins is. You know, he can take you deep into the playoffs with the right team. You know, bringing in Devontae Adams, Josh McDaniels' offensive playbook. Mm -hmm. They've got, you know, the tight end and Waller. They've got decent receivers. Yeah. And, you know, the the defense is better. They've got decent running backs. They've got a decent offensive line. You know, this team can make some noise. Obviously, having to get through that AFC West, which is now quite the gauntlet to get down through that AFC West and win, you know, go 500 against your, your divisional opponents, which is probably asking a lot for the Raiders. Well, though, Russell Wilson probably won't be very good this year. Maybe they will go. Maybe they'll beat the, the Broncos twice. Uh, but I like this move. I think the issue with the Raiders is obviously the penalties that are called against them. You know, we have statistical proof that that they do those those subjective penalties do go against the Raiders more often than other teams. They've had you know less than continuity at the head coaching position. They brought in John Gruden, who isn't a particularly good head coach. They've had interesting ownership situations. They've had a lot of drama with the players on that team. 
So I wouldn't hold it completely against him. If he had Andy Reid's consistency and ability to bring in players or Bill Belichick's or Bruce Arians down in Tampa, I think they would have gone deeper in the playoffs more often than they have. I think Carr is a solid quarterback at $40 million. It's kind of a bargain. Uh, I think a lot of the guys in the locker room respect the guy, too. I mean, you know, just uh, – his 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 character. I mean, he he does seem like a leader. He's not he's not one of those guys that's you know like Aaron Rodgers who you hate. Prima, his, a, little bit, a little bit of a prima donna. Uh, a little he's, bit. He's, he's, he's <laughs> just a tad. Just, just a tad. He's bit. got a little bit of an ego, Ben. Uh, whereas you yeah, know, with, you're with not Derek a fucking Carf, physics professor, man. Yeah, Derek you play Carf, football. You know, he doesn't have an ego. This contract, and like you said, he probably could have received a little bit yeah. more if he really wanted it. But uh, he didn't fight for one. He never made noise in the off season or anything. He never complained to the media never deleted uh you know his his twitter account or whatever and this and that he just you know didn't go on the he's Pat very business like show to you know to not have the balls to criticize your team while criticizing your team yeah, yeah exactly uh <laughs> but uh <laughs> i'm not saying he's an asshole hey. you know i'm not i wouldn't say that i wouldn't say uh, that. I love Aaron Rodgers, some right? people are saying some people are saying that brian gutenkirst is a douche who doesn't know what he's doing yeah but i'm not saying that <laughs> but you want to hear that you i mean you want to hear that from a player he loves to be uh, in Las Vegas, he loves being a Raider. I mean, it's like Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger, Steeler all his life. Loved the Steelers, loved the city, and that's the kind of message you want to hear. You want like some like Kyler Murray, for instance. You know, deleting his all this shit and writing a letter to whatever. It's it's after it's, not winning anything. After not doing anything yeah. at all. Um, so I wish they do away with the Pro Bowl entirely because this Pro Bowl selection yeah. thing gets in these guys' heads and they think it means something. Yeah, it means nothing. I mean, you know, uh, there's a whole bunch of guys that made it to. Pro Bowl, and they probably never deserved it. But I mean, with Derek Carr, though, I mean, he seems like a stand-up guy, a good leader. He's a he's a more than serviceable quarterback. Like I said, I would say top twelve quarterback. And when you throw for forty-five hundred yards, and you have all that turmoil the entire season, you're still able to perform well. And I, you know, I think it's a good move for the Raiders. It's a good move for him. Yep, yeah, I agree. And at twenty-four, twenty-five, this is going to look like a really sweet deal as that salary cap goes up when you're paying him forty million dollars or whatever, the, whatever the cap it'll be in like twenty twenty-four, twenty twenty-five. It'll look like a bargain at that point, and if McDaniel's could put together a good squad, you know they have an opportunity. As Franny said, they 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 were neck and neck with the Bengals. Ultimately, went to the Super Bowl. The Bengals ultimately went to the Super Bowl. I think this is a good deal. I like Derek Carr. He's a hard person to root against. Mm-hmm. He's a. I mean, he he says the right things, but more importantly, he does the right things. And I think once he gets a little bit more aggressive, I know we threw a bunch of picks last year. I I don't think there's anything that we should take too much away from that. Uh, yeah. But I, I think he does the right thing, says I mean, the right he should, thing. He should, he should take advantage of his arm a little bit more. I mean, he should, he should go you know deep with the football. I mean, now he's got Devontae Adams there, so I mean, it, it, it's going to open things up now uh, for him. But he actually, you know, when he wants to throw the ball down the field, he can throw he the can. ball down the field. He can still sling you know? it. Yeah, a lot of people a say guy. you know he's he's you know one of those like short yardage guys that just you know takes the check down. But man, when he wants to sling it, he can do it. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if this might be. You know, it might be his last contract. If he plays up through through 2025, he might just call it quits if the Raiders don't want to re-sign him. Uh, so let's hope that they can get, you know, beat the Broncos, you know, do some damage against the Chargers, do some damage against the Chiefs, and let's see what McDaniels can do with this mm-hmm. team. Frane, are you ready That's to move on? on. Let's move on. Next up. The Bills have to pay to get Diggs to stay. The taxpayers make hay. (laughs) I stumbled over that one. Let's do it again. Let's do it again, Ben. Let's give it another chance. The Bills have to pay to get Diggs to stay, and the taxpayers make hay. Yes. The Buffalo Bills have reached an agreement with wide receiver Stephon Diggs on a four-year count it. $104 $104 million extension that includes $70 million in guaranteed money, according to Adam Schefter. 
The extension ties digs to the Bills for the 2027 season, so most of this decade. A total value of $124.1 million left on his deal with the intent from both sides to have him retire in Buffalo. Additionally, the state legislature in New York promised the Buffalo Bill $600 million to go towards their new stadium, lest the Pagulas threaten to move the team out of Buffalo. But the taxpayers are not particularly happy about spending almost a billion dollars on a team mm-hmm. with a in a in Buffalo, a city of three hundred less than three hundred thousand people. Yeah, I know. But I think you got to keep that team in Buffalo. The government wastes plenty of money on lots of other things that don't get results. At least this yeah. is something that you can look at as a tangible benefit to the community, especially in Buffalo. Friday, what say you? Yeah, I mean it's a small community, and they're all Buffalo Bills fans, and yeah, they're going to be paying. For this stadium, yeah, but they will be taking advantage of that stadium. There will be a lot of broken tables in front of that stadium. Yeah, I mean, Home Depot. Just think of the money that Home Depot is going to make alone. Home yeah. Depot and Walmart for the tables. Yeah, exactly. It'll exactly. probably be six hundred million dollars yeah. next year. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> That's a positive outlook right there. But I mean, you know, I do not want to see Buffalo leave to a different, or not Buffalo, but the Bills leave to a different city. I mean, it, it's not fair to that community. They love their Bills, Ben. They're kind of even. They're they're one of our favorite teams too. I mean, they're, they're, they're our adopted our, team when our teams lose. That and the when Lions. our teams are out in the first yeah. round, the Buffalo Bills and the Detroit Lions. You know, two downtrodden teams over a long period of time. The well, Detroit uh, forever, but where the Bills actually found some success at one point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was a long in their, time in their ago. franchise history, but it was a long time ago. Luckily, I was there for it in the nineties in college. You were, you were. Uh, and so you know the passion that these oh, yeah. people share for this team. I mean, they're diehard fans, and I would hate to see this team leave that city. And uh, so I hope everything falls into place, and you know, you pay a little bit of extra taxes. You know, it, like it's not a big city, right? I mean, you don't need roads. I mean, no. who needs roads? I mean, even the I mean, it's probably fuck. one of the last. Who needs a bridge? Probably one of the last. Who needs stadiums. bridges? Man? Who needs bridges and roads? Yeah, probably one of the last stadiums in the, in the NFL where you can actually pay. To park in open field, dirt, grass, parking lots, and party before the game. There aren't very many teams that allow you to do that. Yeah. Buffalo, because it doesn't have the kinds of issues that L.A. or New York or some of these other bigger cities have, you could still you get the true tailgating yep. experience yep. in Buffalo, one, one of the, the few places you can do that. Yeah. What do you think about Diggs? Uh, well, it's a I mean, lot of money. It's a lot of money for a wide receiver, but Diggs is one of the best in the league. I mean, he's done wonders for Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen, you know, over year over year has improved, you know, every single season. But you know, having Diggs there definitely does help. And uh, you know, they've they've they're above the the um, the salary cap, I believe. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> they're getting there. Yeah, with, yeah with so, Allen's contract. Yeah, with uh, bringing in uh, who they bring in? They brought in Bobby Wagner. Mm-hmm. Uh, they you know they've got. I mean, they have. Oh no, they didn't bring it. By. It was uh, was it uh, Von Miller? Von Miller, that's what. Von it is, Miller, yeah. Bobby Wagner still hasn't signed yet. Um, you know, I, I oh, like the signing. Did Wagner Wagner went to the Rams, didn't he? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Wagner yeah, did go. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to block it out of my yeah, mind I because well, I don't think Bobby Wagner. Well, your, should be your playing wife, for the your Rams. wife would hate you for that, Ben. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> she wants to block it out. She wants to block out the fact that Russell Wilson is gone. Essentially, everybody on that team that I once loved, I now dislike, except yeah. for Marshawn Lynch. I can't stand Russell Wilson hey, anymore. I, love, I can't stand Tyler Richard, Lockett. I love Tyler Lockett. Richard, all the guys that have left, though. Richard oh, okay, Sherman, yeah. Bobby Wagner. Now I'm not a big fan of. You know, everyone that's left that team. Uh, what's his name? The the safety that left under bad terms as well. Thomas Earl Thomas. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. everyone that leaves. People people definitely burn bridges on yeah. their way out of Seattle. Yeah. They're sticking their middle finger, like literally sticking their middle finger up. 
Yeah, so I mean, Pete Carroll, While I do being like carted him. Carted off the field. Yeah, exactly. I do like him, but players don't seem to uh, yeah. want to leave that team on good yeah. terms. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's like the Cowboys or something. Uh, but yeah, I, I like the dig signing. You know, it's 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 compared to Devonte Adams, and you know what we're gonna uh, people like uh, Debo Samuel are gonna expect to get. I, I've always said that paying receivers essentially, you know, big-time defensive end, big-time linebacker, big-time left tackle. I mean, Money is a mistake there are certain because guys. they're so easy to find. There are certain guys. I mean, like, you know, and, and this is one of those guys. I mean, we see what the Vikings have done without Diggs so far. In his absence, it's not much. Because eh, this mean, could have four digs out there. Yeah, they're I mean, still they, going to lose they, in the they, first they, round. They did draft Justin Jefferson to sort of replace, you know, Diggs, but it hasn't been the same for the Vikings no. ever since Diggs has left. Yeah, Diggs, Thielen, and yeah. they had uh, Zach Rant, or, uh Kyle Rudolph there as well. Uh, but yeah, I like the signing front. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Ready to move on? That's what. Uh, here's a favorite segment for Franny. Kyler Murray whines, but the uh, Cardinals will be fine. Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray is adamant. Adamant, I tell you, about getting, I mean, adamant. He's adamant about looking up the term, the word adamant to figure out what it means because I'm sure he doesn't know what it means. Kyler Murray is adamant about getting a new contract hey, before hitting the field. You see that letter for the he wrote. 2022 season. You see that letter he wrote. He posted on Instagram. That his agent posted. Yeah, yeah. In, in the worst well, possible it. font. He wrote it. Yeah, I'm sure he wrote it. They wrote it. Did he write it in Comic Sans? <laughs> is that what that was? It was I don't even know. Brutal. You needed like a you needed like a monocle, like the old fashioned magnifying glass to read that thing. Hitting the field for the 2022 season. Kevin Patra of NFL.com reported. NFL Network's Tom Pelissero reported this past Thursday. That Murray is not expected to play. He's going to hold out unless he gets a new deal, per sources informed of the decision. Franny, what say you about the unaccomplished quarterback demanding 50 plus million dollars a year over four to five years after accomplishing nothing with a very good offense? James Conner, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green. How could he fail? Uh, the Rams defense. That's how. Uh, you know, when you <laughs> they throw just got a, demolished in their playoff game. A, a one yard uh, <laughs> interception for a touchdown. Should you uh, not the throw zone. the ball out of your own yeah, end zone? Into not when you're th- falling over and just tossing it up in the air. Yeah, you, yeah you that's a veteran move. That's, that's something that Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah, yeah. would do, right? Yeah, yeah. He would, he would he pick sixes at his own you know end what? zone. That's just pretty common take, for him, right? Take a safety. You know, two points is better than uh, seven. But. Um, uh, you know, it, it's, this guy is making I, an enemy I, of me pretty fast. I, I do not like the fact that they're talking about the Eagles possibly picking up this guy. No I, way. I, I, I would no not want Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray wants you know, uh, keep I'll no. keep Jalen Hurts. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Jalen Hurts with the way that he's played. I mean, this past season, I mean, he's been all right, but he's better than Kyler Murray in my opinion. Yeah, but at least he's you're, a not pay, more you're not paying Aaron Rodgers he's money. More, he, and I always talked about that with Jalen Hurts. He's at least a mature guy that wants to win, whereas Kyler Murray is not mature at even, all. I don't even know that he's that much worse than Kyler Murray in terms of <laughs> results. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking about just maturity, leadership ability, and that sort of thing. He's way better oh, than yeah. Kyler Murray. I mean, he's not complaining about anything. You know, he just, you know, he's just taking things as they come. Yeah. You know, whereas Kyler Murray, like you said, has not accomplished anything, and now he wants this huge contract, and for what? Like, you... Two Pro Bowl selections, I guess? Yeah, I guess. A I decent year last year? Yeah, I mean, he's been decent ever since he's listen, come into the league. But they but had weapons on that team five, last nine. year. They had weapons on that team he's last five, year. He's 5'9". Yeah. I mean, he's 5'9". He's really fast. I mean, it's really fun watching this guy But he's 5'9 and small. He's not like yeah. Russell Wilson, yeah, like 5'10 yeah. and stocky yeah. and, and strong. Like kind of bulky. He's like 5'9 and he looks like he's probably about my size. Uh, yeah, like probably. In, yeah. in terms of his weight. Yeah, yeah. 
I'm 180 pounds. I wouldn't. I'd be shocked if Kyler Murray's much more than 180 pounds. Probably not much more. No. I mean, no. he's got muscle. I've got on. fat, but you know, there's a, there is. Hey, a but if you difference. have enough fat, it's going to weigh as much as muscle. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm not saying you're fat, Ben. Uh, Don't yeah. get offended. I was 170. Somehow, I would. Although somehow... you do have, you know, a nice little gym out here that you could use that you never do. And I need to because I got on that scale to uh, to weigh myself yesterday, and I, I somehow I gained eight pounds. I'm not sure how exactly that happened. So I've been down as to... you take a sip of your drink. I'm, I'm not been... sure how this happened. <laughs> Let me take a bite of this pizza and. and... <laughs> So I'm down I can to tell meals. you how, Ben. I'm down to two meals a day. I'm not eating breakfast. I'm eating an earlier lunch and a dinner, but I'm I'm, I'm cutting out breakfast for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, but breakfast, that's the most important meal of the day, supposedly, but it's not. It's not. It's, yeah, not, no, even, but it's is, not even a meal that's important. Yeah. No, but I mean, it's well, it's important just to have, you know, food in your Something, body. Something, yeah. Yeah. But the protein is pretty like hard-boiled egg or yeah, something. Yeah. Just, you know, get some of that python jerky that we were <laughs> yeah. munching on. Yeah, chow on some of yeah. that. Or just, just bite the head off a snake right out here. Hey, why not? You know, piss in the skin. Be like <laughs> bear, skin. bear grills. But what, what, why do you think Kyler Murray is doing this? I, I, I mean, why is he so pissed off at I the Cardinals? I have no idea. I don't know. They, have, they, they haven't done the guy They've wrong. They've got a good team. They put a good team around him. You know, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins obviously was not AJ there. AJ Green's coming back. In the playoffs. But, I mean, you know, they're, they're trying to build a team around this guy. They're showing him, like, hey, we want you here. We're willing they gave to, Hopkins we're all willing that money. to get these guys over here for you because the, you know the NFC West is a difficult division yeah, to and play. They overpaid in. Hopkins to get him to come yeah. to help Kyler Murray. They overpaid for Hopkins. Yeah, they well twenty six, uh, twenty seven million dollars for I a mean, receiver. Hopkins is also one of those receivers yeah, that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bah, 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 nah, bah, receivers bah, are bah. literally a dime a dozen. Well, I mean, there are certain guys. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins is, is he's, he's a top notch receiver. He is, but I yeah, mean, he's got yeah, great hands. Didn't get him to the playoffs. Didn't get him to the Super Bowl. He was injured. <laughs> he was injured last year. He was injured this year. <laughs> well, this past season. I'll say even more. Yeah, so definitely give him more money. Yeah, more. <laughs> give this guy more. You're injured? Do you want more money? Do you want, hey do you want, do you want more money? How many, no. If you miss four games, does that mean we but got $30 it's, it's, million? I mean, it, it, I mean it, it rubs everybody the wrong way. I mean, people in the locker room, I mean, the fans. I mean, you know, it, people are going to start turning on him like you did on Russell Wilson. Yeah, I mean, at least Russell Wilson keeps the stuff behind the scenes. And yeah. he bolted. He did, yeah. and he said a few things here and there, yeah. you know, to the media. But he was never like Rogers or like Murray, you know. He didn't. I mean, he he had his conversations behind the scenes, or even I, Baker Mayfield now. All he, of a sudden. I mean, he's a fourth year player. How? I mean, Lamar Jackson says if if they franchise him in the next two years, they franchise him in the next two years. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm trying to prove that you know I'm yeah, worthy of a long term even, deal. His franchise tag is going to still pay him thirty plus exactly. million, and then forty plus. I million. was going to say, like, so, even being franchise tagged is not a bad yeah. thing. You can make some good money doing that. Kirk Cousins knows yeah. that really fucking well. Twice, two two years in a row. You know, I, I'm not sure how. I mean, I think I I really respect what Lamar Jackson is doing. He could be doing the same thing, and he has had more success. Yeah, yeah that's why I love Lamar Jackson and, and the way he's treating his situation in Baltimore. I mean, so, they put a good team around him. You know, and 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 it's like, oh well, I'll make eighty million dollars over the next two years yeah. on franchise. Whatever, tax. you know. How many how many tens of millions and, do and, you need? And they don't, he doesn't have a great receiving core either. I mean, they have a great defense. He doesn't have any. He doesn't have Let's any. Be clear. Exactly, exactly. He's got a tight end. Yes, Antonio, Antonio Brown's and, and, cousin and, and a poor man's Antonio Brown. <laughs> and he's still there. He's not complaining. He's just there to play and win football because he loves the game. He doesn't give. I mean, he's one of those guys. I'm not saying he doesn't give a shit about money, but he cares about winning. And that's what you want. You know, Lamar Jackson, kudos to you, but fucking Kyler Murray, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, and you think, well, Kyler Murray thinks money equals winning, and, I guess. and, and money does not equal winning. I would just let the guy walk. Mm -hmm. hmm. I mean, if Cliff Kingsbury, you know what? Who, who coached him. That is, that is very that, that is very positive. Uh, that's that's a very positive comment coming from you, Ben. Oh, about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. All right. I mean, he's, he, All right. he, plays, oh, he plays in your division. I mean, we, we did write that uh, contract. All right, let's do the shot. What are we going to do a shot up front, and why? 
Well, Ben, here I was trying to stay sober tonight because uh, I yeah. Easter tomorrow. Yeah, I know. I'll see you tomorrow. Didn't get much sleep last I'll see night. Tomorrow at my parents' place. <laughs> <laughs> what are we drinking and why? I can't even compliment. We're drinking. If I complimented Dak Prescott, it'd be the same thing. You always compliment Dak Prescott. Well, I like Dak Prescott. There exactly. we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. I take a shot too. I love so the that. Ellington Reserve mango flavored whiskey. I loved him. He said it's I, okay. I, it's okay to get I, mental I, health I shed, services. I love him. I shed a few tears, Ben, when I saw his ankle snap. And and dangle from his leg. I I know I didn't I didn't do that, but I mean, still, I felt really terrible for the guy because he doesn't seem like mainly a bad guy. because you knew the Eagles weren't going anywhere in the, in the postseason. If well, the Eagles had know. a good shot, you would have been a lot happier. Fuck this guy. You would have been a. <laughs> Let's if, get the second angle. If this were like you know 2017, you would have been like, fuck no, that guy. No, we're going all. No, I felt I felt terrible when I saw that shit happen. I was like, I remember watching that show. I was like, is that Dak Prescott? Like, I hope that's not Dak Prescott, but it was Dak Prescott. Um, but, you know, we have the Ellington Reserve, Reserve mango-flavored whiskey, Ben. We signed a contract in blood many years ago. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, Ben, which is the NFC East, or overly positive, then I take a shot. If you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, then you take a shot, or overly positive, negative, whatever. Um, and if Sonya... In other words, we is, want to take shots. Exactly. Positive or negative. Exactly, exactly. Or next week, it'll be neutral. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it changes if you just mention the team in your division. It it, it, it changes. I mean, it's it's you know it, that contract is still being written as we speak. The former Cleveland yeah. Browns. Team They're that lawyers now, that working. now plays in Baltimore. We have three lawyers sitting behind us exactly. writing this contract still. Um, but uh, you know, Sonia, who will never be on the podcast ever again, Ben, most likely, <laughs> most yeah, likely. most likely, if she ever said after anything, a year, she's like, I'm out. Um, yeah, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm done. Even though it seemed like she was having fun, but it did, I guess not. I mean, she'd rather watch you know Netflix while we're out here. In uh, Game of Thrones ended, and so did she on the podcast. Occasionally freezing cold weather, but uh, tonight's not too bad. <laughs> but let's let's pour this in here, Ben, because you. We're giving Lamar Jackson some props. Well, I mean, come on, man. I mean, come on, he's, man. He's exactly the kind of quarterback you get in the AFC North, and Kyler Murray is exactly the kind of quarterback you get in the NFC West. It's a difference between the coast and it's a difference between the mentality. Yeah, see, it's not a big shot of the player. It's a, we have equal shots because. You said something I nice. No, I said but something I mean, nice. what, what's I with hate, these NFC West quarterbacks? I mean, fucking Russell stuff. Wilson whining like a little baby man. Aaron Rodgers. You got Aaron Rodgers. Well, who else? Is, uh, Matthew Stafford before him. Jared Goff getting abused. Um, well, Matthew Stafford never said Jimmy anything. Garoppolo, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo abused. never said anything either. No, he didn't. But no, I mean, no, no. but these guys, they can't, they can't win out here. And no one's criticizing Lamar Jackson yeah, no. in, in Baltimore. No, no. one's criticizing um, Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Yeah, Roethlisberger generally people liked him. Even Mayfield people in Cleveland liked him. Yeah, they like anybody. He, like, like but, look, but we've had a, a starter for how many years yeah, in a row exactly. now? He's not who's not named Bernie Gozar. <laughs> You know the the West, I mean, the NFC West is definitely not a not a friendly place for quarterbacks. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird because, uh, especially here in LA, I mean, you know, there's I mean they're they're fans, but they're not really hardcore fans. Yeah, there's twelve million. Like there's people. like LA, like the Lakers are like the number one team. Are they? Dodgers are, are like they? yeah they are the Dodgers they, actually are they, the Dodgers I'm LA sure is, the, like, Lakers the, the, the Lakers are going into a decade of. The Lakers and the Dodgers band are, are ahead of the Rams. Don't talk shit about the Lakers, all right? It Lakers wasn't a might good have a better season. chance of making the playoffs in Major League Baseball. It wasn't a good season. I know I'm not very happy about that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, they, they, they won. They won. You know, in the bubble a couple of years ago. I'm just happy that they have 17 championships now in the record books. Ben. Yeah, because be I, I remember what Derek Jeter said at the end of the season. He said, "I know we missed the playoffs this year, so what I'm going to do is I'm just not going to play the last two weeks of the season. I, I don't want to. I don't want to give the fans anything. 
I don't want Cheers. to. I don't want to give them any effort. I'm going to sit these games out because I don't care about the team. Cheers, Lamar or uh, fucking LeBron. No, I mean, come on. I don't want to play. I'm, uh, we're at, was, we're out of the playoffs. Was, I don't. He was injured, but he's I always mean, injured. No, he's not. He's, I mean, he's always injured these, these days. I mean, Anthony Davis was always is is always injured. He's probably injured right now. He probably sneezed and tore his fucking. Oh, something. You, you mean the guy that LeBron wanted? I mean, they, hey, they they they, they won, won, they won a championship, yeah. but hey, it, it, <laughs> it's gonna have an asterisk next. Nobody talks about the '99 Spurs and that asterisk. Well, I do because because the, the Knicks had an opportunity in that series and they blew it. Yeah, and they've never been back since. That's true. They are That's true. Terrible. You know, it's like Bill Russell. Like, yeah, good player. I don't yeah. count. I don't count but your championships. In the history books, in the history books, the Lakers still have a ring. They still have a trophy. That's true. And that's just that's that's just the way it is. All right. Yeah. Everybody and, played in the bubble. And the Celtics got eight championships when there were eight teams in the league. Yeah. Good. For, congratulations <laughs> for playing in the early days of the fucking Canadian Hockey League. Huh? Fucking eight teams. Hey, the Canadians have what? How many? How many championships? More teams make the playoffs in each conference than there were teams in the fucking league when the Celtics were winning those championships. Ooh. That's pathetic. That tastes worse tonight. Ooh. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. I don't know. It has like this little... Like, so much for staying off the sugar. This is like the little... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, when you come over to my parents' place, Ben, you're going to have like bags. <laughs> I'm going to have bags under my eyes, too. Fuck it. I Where's mean, the tequila? Yeah. <laughs> Where's something with tequila? Uh, all right, Freddie. Are you ready to move on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's gross. Ooh. Oh, funny. What? <laughs> the Eagles and Saints. Yeah, this is interesting. Trading draft picks. There's no rhyme for this other than I was shocked and astounded it, it by it. It seems like they just did it just to fucking do it. Like, let's make some news, guys. Let's just fucking make this trade for no yeah. fucking apparent reason. Came out of nowhere. The New Orleans Saints doubled up on their first round picks in this year's NFL draft while the Philadelphia Eagles pushed one of their three first rounders back into 2023. As a result of a blockbuster trade this past Monday in the trade, the Saints received two 2022 first-round picks, number 16 and number 19, and a 2022 sixth-round pick, number 194, while the Eagles received a 2022 first-round pick, number 18, a 2023 first-round pick, way too much going on a 2024 second-round pick, plus 2022 third-round pick, number 101, and a seventh-round selection, number 237. After the trades, the Eagles will still pick twice in the first round, this year and fuck it up they, most likely. They also own the number fifteen pick. So just to get this, put this in 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 language that everyone can understand, the Saints get the number sixteen pick this year, and the Eagles get the number eighteen pick because they had the sixteenth pick. The Saints get the number nineteen pick, and the Eagles get the number one hundred one pick. And the Saints have the n- number one ninety four pick, and the Eagles get the number two thirty seven pick. But next year they got the Saints first round pick and the twenty twenty four second round pick. So the Eagles, I think, got the better side of this deal. Uh, but it's you know. a lot of moving parts. I, w- I wonder, uh, you know, because you don't need three first round no, picks I mean, this year. I mean, you're the, not taking a quarterback. Man, the Eagles can't do shit with one pick. They're not going to do things anything with two picks. They wouldn't do anything with three picks. They might get lucky and get one good. Tr- but pick. for I mean, trading, the Eagles you, are fucking you, terrible at drafting for sure. But Fletcher Cox. But you got <laughs> that was a long, long time ago. But you got a lot of value back for giving and up Lane that Johnson, first. That was a long, long time ago. But from trading up from 18 to 16, and you still pick at 15. Jalen Ragor in the first round. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, people want to trade for him, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think you still got the 15th pick, but to trade in the 18th for the 16th, yeah. I think the Eagles got good value getting a first-round pick got... next year and a second-round pick in 2024. Yeah. I think the Eagles made the best of this because the, the Saints need draft picks because they're way over the cap, Yeah, and the Eagles don't need the picks as much because they're building a team 
but they have a lot of young players. What do you think? I mean, you know, just just reading about it. I mean, I saw when it went down. I'm like, why did the Eagles do this? I mean, I, I guess you know, next year in the draft, supposedly there are better quarterbacks. We're going to see how Jalen Hurts performs this year. If he doesn't perform as well as you know, we hope he does, um, then you know they can maybe use those two first round picks and maybe move up in the draft to grab somebody that they really want. Um, you know, it's a good move. I mean, like you said, I mean, why have three first round picks if, if, for the Eagles if you're going to fuck them all up anyways? Um, you know, so I, I'm not, I'm, you know, it is, it is what it is. I, I wasn't too excited by it. Um, you know, just, just because of the Eagles drafting history. Yeah. I mean, I do like getting some value back though. I mean, especially with, yeah, with, well, with, well, with Jalen Hurts, I mean, you get more picks back. You get an opportunity next year, allegedly, because the quarterback yeah. class is going to be better next year. I just love it when they say, oh, it's de- definitely better. Mm-hmm. I mean, Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper says it's definitely better. So how could you not listen to them? Trevor Lawrence is the best quarterback that they've seen in their entire life after hey, Joe hey, Montana. Why Peyton Manning didn't have a good first season. Yeah, yeah but like, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm not going to trust uh, the, 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 the 15% that Kuyper yeah. and Mache get right. or what, It's probably even less than that in the first round. Even in the first round, they're probably less than fifteen percent in their picks and getting their picks correct. I, I just I think it's smart for the Eagles. You got a decent team. You've made some nice signings, especially on defense. We're going to talk about another one of them coming up. Uh, but after signing Hassan Riddick, making this trade, you've still got two first rounders. You've got multiple picks in the later rounds. I like the move to get some value in the out years and, and next year and a year after. I really like the move to build long term. Around a young quarterback, we'll see what happens. I mean, who knows if he's going to you know, be the quarterback? Well, I mean, no, no, who knows if he's going to be the quarterback of the future? Which is kind of why they made this trade because of the supposed better, you know, quarterback class next year. I mean, who knows how these if quarterbacks are going to perform? You know, that, that's yet to be seen. But you know, I mean, they're they're preparing themselves to potentially move on from Jalen Hurts. So I mean, this puts a little bit of fire under Jalen Hurts' ass. To perform well, yeah, so he'll probably demand, this season. He'll probably demand the new contract, or he's going to hold out. Yeah, well, I don't think he's, I don't know, he's, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's on the phone with Kyler right now. He's not Kyler Murray. You know, he's 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 way more mature than Kyler Murray is, and I do respect him for that. But um, we'll 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 see what happens. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm I'm never optimistic. Couple, couple weeks till the draft. Couple never weeks. optimistic about the Eagles in the draft. They usually fuck it up, and they fuck it up royally. Yeah, but uh, Devontae Smith was a nice pick. That was good. We'll see. <laughs> Long term. <laughs> it was good this season. You know, we'll see. We'll see. All right. You know, 1,000 well, yards as a rookie, not bad at all. We'll move on from Friday's Eagle negativity. I'm always negative. <laughs> I know you're always negative. So next up. I'm just like every fucking other Eagles <laughs> fan out there. I know. You guys are like, until the, until the final second of the Super Bowl, you're still pissed off. The Eagles sign white, and these linebackers will bite. Because they're white. And the Philadelphia Eagles agreed to a one-year contract. According to an official team announcement, the deal is reportedly worth $5 million or up to $5 million. White was a 17-game starter for the Chargers in 2021, and he recorded 144 tackles, two interceptions, a sack, and two forced fumbles for the AFC West Club. And that was on a pretty good defense. Mm-hmm. The only That only landed him a one-year $3 million deal with the Eagles. But White said this past Tuesday that he passed on other opportunities in order to make his way close to home and that his hope is to parlay the initial pact into a long-term stay uh, in Philly. You signed Reddick. You signed Kazir White. You're getting bang for your buck on that yep. defense. You you wanted linebackers. You're going to draft some linebackers. Mm-hmm. But you got a bona fide 
no, yeah. starting linebacker I think for three million. In, in terms of tackles, I think he was maybe top ten in the league. He was. He was. Yeah. I think he might have been top five in yeah. the league for yeah. at the linebacker yeah. position. Yeah. No, I mean it, it, it's a good. It, that, that's a good signing for the Eagles. I'm very happy about that. Not a lot of money spent on him, but you know he wants to be close to home. He's in Philly. I'm happy that he's there. Good move by the Eagles. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy. I mean, See, I get, you, I'm not always negative. Yeah, you need linebackers. I like this one. I mean, I we like need what, them, but I like what you guys have been doing on defense in the mm-hmm. offseason. Yeah, so do I. Yeah. I do. I like it. I mean, you got the offensive players. Well, you still need a little help on the line. Oh, wide given you got older guys, but yeah, I really like what you guys have been receivers. doing on defense and the re-signings, and you brought mm-hmm. guys back on defense. Mm-hmm. I really like what this Eagles defense is going to be able to do next year. All right, front eight next. You know, actually, I read an article, Ben. The oh. two top teams in the league. Since I think 20, no, I think about 2000 or 2001, the team with the most sacks in the league, top Steelers, right behind them, Eagles. See? Yeah, it was about 900 and something sacks. Over how over how long? About a 20 year 20 year period. See? Top top two. That's why we're Pennsylvania always competitive band. every year yeah. for a playoff run. Yeah. So I had to have a little soap opera music yeah. there for you reading it. An article. <laughs> He's always like, I ain't gonna read no articles. I read articles. Playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> what is it about playoffs? But that's I, actually... I, 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 I read Eagles articles every now and then. Yes, Ben. But that, I mean, that's really good news. I mean, I, I think yeah. the Eagles and Steelers have but a like lot the, the, in common. The Steelers were like way ahead of everybody. Like it was like way ahead of everybody. It was like Steelers, and then right behind them it was the Eagles. Most sacks in the league over the past twenty years. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's why the Eagles and Steelers are both always competitive. Maybe they're not Super Bowl competitive. Mm-hmm. But they're even even in down years. I mean, Eagles made the playoffs last year. Year before, didn't you scrape in? No, oh, or was it the year before that? Year before that, like but you, I mean, you scraped you know, in by winning some games down the stretch with, well, five with out of defense. Six seasons so far. I mean, no, the Eagles are usually there. Yeah. I mean, in, 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 in the past twenty five years, NFC East, the Eagles have owned it. Yeah, and that's typically typically because you have a solid. I'm a little biased though, because you have a solid defense. Next up, Franny, the next whining player in the NFL, Debo wants the whole bag. Yeah, he plants his flag. Debo Samuel, 49ers, jack of all trades, master of none, apparently wants to be the highest paid non-quarterback in the NFL, according to Clarence Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. What a great name for a newspaper. The NFL's highest paid non-quarterback currently is Miami Dolphins wide receiver Tyreek Hill, who's <laughs> earning an average of $30 million. How stupid was that? Uh, $30 million per season, which means Samuel wants more than $30 million per season, or at least what DeAndre Hopkins is getting in in, uh, Arizona, which I think is around $27 million. I think Devontae Adams is right around $27 million. Plus, it means he wants more money than teammate Nick Bosa, who also is up for an extension and is worth roughly $30 million per season. Franny, what say you about... I mean, Debo can do uh, it all. He can do it all. But $30 million <laughs> for a wide receiver slash no, I mean, running he, back he, he slash. He could be everything. I mean, he, he, he could play defense. I mean, if this guy wanted to play defense, he could play defense. I mean, he's great wide receiver, great running back. I mean, he, he does it all, but at the same That's time, a lot of money. not every coach has position, the last man. name of Shanahan. Yeah, I mean, Shanahan. Exactly. We'll see how Tyreek Hill does in Miami Yeah, well, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll I mean, see, you know. We'll see how bad that Shanahan goes. has put a lot of these guys in good positions to perform well. Not every team is capable of doing that. He's performed well in the, with the with the Niners, but if he moves somewhere else, like let's say he goes to the let's say he goes to the fucking Titans or some shit, he's not going to be the same player. And Tyree Kill is not going to be the same player in Miami as he was with Kansas City because not everybody has the last name of Reed yeah. either. 
Uh, or Patrick so, Mahomes. Or, or Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> exactly. Let's see when uh, when Tua's throwing you the ball. Let's see how well you perform. <laughs> exactly. Um, but $30 million worth yeah. of performance. So, allegedly. I mean, you know, a lot of these guys overvalue themselves. And, you know, it's a, it's an ego thing. I mean, a lot of these guys, you know, they're, 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 they're just driven by that. And, uh, you know, they, they have to sort of humble themselves and realize the team that they have built around them and the coaching staff that they have built around them to propel them to have these sorts of numbers where they're, they think they're better than they really are. He's a really good player. He's a really good talent. But anywhere else in the league, I'm not sure how good he's going to be. If Aaron Rodgers even went to another team, well, actually, he's amazing anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Aaron Rodgers starting for the New York Giants. Doesn't Giants matter. Are, the Doesn't Giants matter. are 13 Am I a little four? bit of an Aaron Rodgers homer bet? Yeah, a little okay. bit. A little bit. Yeah, but Debo, you know what? Shut your mouth, man. I, personally, I just don't understand it. I mean, I get wanting it, but I mean, Tom Brady has seven Super Bowl championships at $25, $20 million a year. You know, if it were me, I wouldn't get I wouldn't get wrapped up in this disrespect, respect game yeah. with the money. I'd hire a, a really good publicist. I'd hire a really good team to get me endorsements, to to start a clothing line, to start, to sell some crap that the fans would buy, to make up the difference in the money like Tom Brady with TB12. And a lot of these other people do. Uh, Russell with their, Wilson. Yeah, with their, and Russell Wilson. You know, I, yeah, I think sweatpants. you can make the money that way. I mean, you don't have to make the money by by pissing off your fan base and making the team worse. Yeah. I, 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 I don't think there's a single wide receiver in this league that's worth $30 million a year yeah. with the current salary cap. I don't care if it's DeAndre Hopkins. I don't care if it's Devontae, At- Devontae Adams. I don't care if it's Tyreek Hill. $20 million is the absolute cap that I would ever spend under the current system for a wide receiver. Yeah. They're too fragile. They get hurt. They're too e- you can you can't take you can try to take TJ Watt out of a game, but you can't take TJ Watt out of a game. You could try to take Aaron Donald out of a game, but you can't take him out of a game. You could try to take Nick Bosa out of a game, but you can't take him out of a game. Yeah, yeah. But you can take Devontae Adams out of a game. Unless Aaron Rodgers is throwing the ball. <laughs> but you can take well, you can. You it can happened take, against the Niners in the playoffs. <laughs> you could take Tyreek Hill out of a game. You can take Debo Samuel out of a game. It, it, you just can if you scheme up your defense correctly. But unless you're a player who cannot be taken out of a game to the point where it's not a significant detriment to um, uh, to the uh, to the opposing team, uh, I just don't think you're worth thirty million dollars a year. You can't mm-hmm. take a quarterback out of a game, mm-hmm. but you can easily shut down if you have, if you're Bill Belichick, if you're Andy Reid, not Andy Reid's not a defensive coach, but if you're Mike Tomlin, even if you're Kyle Shanahan, you could take it. You could take a, a, an offensive hardball. You could take an offensive weapon out of a game. And anyone that can be taken out of a game is not worth $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, he's asking for way too much money way too soon in his career. Yeah. I mean, plus, yeah, he could do it all. But, oh, thanks. But, you actually, I didn't realize that you taped this. Uh, oh, yeah, the thing wire. broke off. Yeah, it did. It did. I was actually loose last week. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. See, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know, Ben. Look I'm, at that, I'm, man. I'm a little Mr. Like, Fix-It over here. Electrical tape a little bit over here. I'm like, I'm like playing with it because it was like moving around last week. But it's like, I'm like, why the fuck is it so solid this week? Electrical tape. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I mean Kyle Shanahan, obviously a very good head coach, and and Debo Samuel could do a lot, but I, you know, sometimes having you know enough too much talent at, at multiple positions isn't necessarily a good thing. It's it's a little bit more difficult to work it into the game plan, and it's a little bit more difficult to ensure that it's going to you that you're going to be able to execute those plays exactly as drawn up, especially in a in a in a really big moment in a playoff game. So while Debo Samuel could do a lot of things well, I don't know that he does any of those things well enough to to warrant that kind of a deal. Yep. Yep. Just crazy. Yeah, $30 million. Wait, how, many, how many more topics do we have over here? Uh, just two. All right. Because I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the uh, 
All right, well, we'll get. Yeah, well, yeah, this yeah. one will be a quick one. This oh, one will okay, be a quick okay, one. Okay. The Eagles sign Duck. I got to go to the bathroom. The Eagles sign a Duck, an Olympian. What the fuck? The Philadelphia Eagles have signed Olympic hurdler, hurdler, and former University of Oregon Duck wide receiver Devon Allen or Devon Allen to a three-year contract on Friday. Allen hasn't played organized football since 2016 when he was a member of the Ducks. The 27-year-old ended up pursuing his track and field career and put his football team dreams on hold. Allen finished in That's the top. That's a lot of paragraphs for the next one. I'm Alan, looking at that man. I, Allen finished in the top five <laughs> the not that in the 110-meter hurdles at the past two Olympic Games, finishing fifth in Rio and fourth in Tokyo time. in 2021. These are pretty good numbers. No, he has good numbers as an Olympian. Early this month, Allen participated in Oregon's Pro Day and turned in an unofficial time of 4.35 and a 40. The former Duck wideout also visited the Eagles, which led to a three-year deal. It's one of those EDFA or EFDA deals. Yeah. During his career at Oregon, Allen caught 54 passes for 1,000 yards, almost, and eight touchdowns in 29 games. Allen did struggle with injuries throughout his time with the Ducks and appeared in just nine total games for his final two seasons. Friday, what say you? Well, I mean, I'm not sure what to I think love about. this signing. I, I mean, look, I, you know, he's, he's a great Olympian. I'm rooting for the underdog. Rudy. He's Rudy. fast. He's Rudy. fast. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, how are his hands? I mean, he's been in the league for such a long time. I mean, he's still up to that, you know. He's been, I mean, just his injuries in general. I mean, he's had so many. I mean, what if, I mean, this, these are NFL players. <laughs> you know, this guy gets hit. I don't want him to be out the first game. I mean, I see him being as, uh, you know. I know a, typical Eagles response when I texted you, it would be good on the practice squad. No, nah, that's like, right. Everything's all negative. Like, that's right. Hey, I heard, you drafted, I heard you drafted, uh, you know, Aaron Donald. That's uh, yeah, yeah, it'd be good. Maybe if he plays. <laughs> no, but I'm serious. Like, oh, look, I'm happy the guy is fast. He's, he had a great college career, a good college career. I'm not sure how it's going to translate into the NFL. Uh, I, I'm not sure what to think about this. But I, I, as an Eagles fan, I, I don't know if this is a good I signing. Like it. It's a long-term deal. It's a feel-good story. It, it, I mean, it's a feel-good story for him. Yeah, I mean, he's going to make a good ton of money. I mean, a good, you know, a good chunk of change right there. But uh, I'm not overly excited about it. I mean, I wish. I mean, come on! You turned Greg Ward into a wide receiver. You turned Derek De- Fulgham. What's yeah, his first yeah, yeah. name? And where is he now? Yeah, but 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 he was into meaningful players for yeah. a, for a season, and yeah. they and they and they led you to they didn't lead you, but yeah. they helped you get you to the playoffs. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not over Boston excited Scott. About this. I'm not over excited about I mean, Boston, Boston Scott. Scott. Okay, Boston Scott. Well, he, he and he's coming back. He wasn't injured over a long period of time like that. I mean, he, he played you know college and went straight to the NFL. Whereas this guy hasn't played football contact. You know, actual yeah, taking but contact. Olympians train hard. They yeah. pay attention. He jumps over a fucking hurdle. Yeah, but you know how precise you have to be to do I that? Yeah, you're not just running down the field jumping over guys. I mean, but you're you be know hit. how precise you have to be to run hurdles? Every every step yeah. of that relay, every mm-hmm. step of the race, yeah. you, you you know exactly where your foot's going to be uh-huh, in uh-huh. every yeah, millisecond. They're, set, they're in place. They don't move, Ben. Defenders <laughs> but, move. Well, right. You know, but, quarterbacks but, but move. He's gonna Linebackers run, move. But he's going to run plays to precision. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he will. Yeah, I all right. Turns like ACL all right. by being hit by the first dude that touches him. Oh wait, just just a that's a long one. There's man. a couple more stories. Ooh, okay, there. it's time to go. <laughs> There's a couple more. Like, I thought there was just one more. Yeah, story. Yeah, no, okay. I'm sorry. It's two Let's weeks. Take a break. It's two Let's weeks worth of stories. So. Yeah, like we're almost an hour in. We'll, we'll take uh, good. my little bladder is holding on here. We'll take a really quick break and yeah. uh, we'll be right back with Franny's. Uh, of the NFL. Friday will be a lot happier. It'll be a lot more comfortable when we return. So yeah. he'll, yeah. Have, he'll yeah. have some hot takes, some takes that are of course. not quite as negative uh, <laughs> about the upcoming teams. I mean, like, this guy hasn't played football in years. Yeah, yeah, but he's. What am I going to be positive about? It, it, he could be the next something. 
the next injured player <laughs> on the Eagles roster. <laughs> All right. We'll be right back with the rest of the NFL news. All right, and we are back, and I am feeling like a million bucks, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 talk about that eagle <laughs> signing now. <laughs> no, I'm still feeling negative about it. Yeah, yeah I still I feel know, exactly you know. the same. I just root. You know, for it's, him. I'm, 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 for I'm, him. of course I root for every Eagles player, but there are better players out there that have played football more recently. Well, yeah, but not for no money. Well, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's a cool story. No, it's a cool story. It's Olympic cool story. hurdler, almost a gold, almost a medalist. Comes to the Eagles, mm-hmm. catches a thousand yards, yeah, nice, eighty-five nice, uh, receptions. Eagles don't throw for a thousand yards very often. Yeah, yeah, but this guy, this guy, this guy, he can hurdle. This guy with his precision. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Franny. That's why he's been playing in four years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Or five years, six years. Well, what? he's focusing on his Olympic career. <laughs> yeah, well, good for him. <laughs> and, and it's important. Yeah, he got to go to the Olympic. Hey man, uh, you saying Bolt is a great runner, <laughs> but I mean, as as oh, a I football would sign player, him. as what? I don't know. It's something special he gets, teams. He gets hit once and he gets murdered. I mean, he's like, <laughs> he gets, you know, the, yeah, you don't run it. You don't that's run. Why, like, that's why Australian like football players come into league and they don't perform very well because they don't, they're not used to NFL hitting. Yeah. They're used to getting hit like without pads. Yeah. Yeah. They're used to get, and it's, it's, it's like, there's not as much of a running start in, in, yeah. in Australian football. It's, well, you're just running around in circles a lot of the time. A lot of it. I and, mean, and, and scrumming. Scrum. There's a lot of scrumming going on. Yeah, I yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, I like rugby. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, no, it's it's a physical sport too. But you know, they make fun of these guys for wearing helmets and and pads. There's a reason. Yeah, you get hit. It's like getting into a fucking car accident. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially if you're going up against a T.J. Watt or yeah. a Fletcher Cox back in the these day. These guys have been doing it their entire lives. Yeah, you know. I mean, but this guy, I'm telling you, this guy. Yeah, this guy. He's going to be something. He's going to be something. He's going to be on the bench. <laughs> he's going to tell you he's, he's going to be, be something. something. <laughs> he's going to be something. Not a football player. I could have been somebody. <laughs> Next up Friday, the Steelers 2022 draft. They need a life raft. In need of a new franchise quarterback for the first time in almost two decades, Friday. Yeah. The Steelers have already been active in the free agent market in the position, at the position, despite the addition of Mitch Trubisky. However, they remain, not surprisingly, very much involved in the scouting process of this year's quarterback prospects. ESPN draft analyst Jordan Reed noted that the presence of Steelers personnel from head coach Mike Tomlin to outgoing GM Kevin Colbert to pro scouting coordinator Brandon Hunt at the top pro days of each signal caller. They were at the pro days. Uh, The fact that Pittsburgh has been doing an extensive amount of work on the entire QB class was one of two top storylines throughout the post-combine evaluation process. Colbert recently addressed the time being invested in draft options despite having signed Trubisky to a two-year deal. Colbert said, we've been at top quarterback pro days for the first time in a long time because we may be in a position where we have a need, he said via Twitter. Should have been there sooner. Or uh, The link was via Twitter. Does that mean we're taking one? Possibly. The Steelers currently have not only the former Bears first round, first, well, they actually don't have the, the former Bears first rounder, but also Mason Rudolph. Oh, they have the Bears first rounder, Mitch Trubisky. They have Mason Rudolph, and at the time that I wrote this, they had Dwayne Haskins. Obviously, we know what happened there. You know, certainly That's condolences to the family. Sad, so they man. And Josh Dobbs just signed with Baltimore. You know, he probably would have stayed with the Steelers, but obviously condolences to the family. Terrible tragedy. Yeah, no, uh, Steelers no, hold no. it. So young, too, man. It sucks. I mean. Too young. Too young. I mean, and, I haven't read too much into the story, but it's like... Uh, 
it's, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. It's fucked up. Yeah. And I, and I honestly, you know, I, when I saw it. I didn't even believe it. Like when you see like guys that, that age, you know, like, you know, professional football players and yeah, you know, it's, it's just, um, it's just a messed up situation. Yeah. And I'm not, and I mean, I, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm not even sure I want to know, you know, why it happened. I mean, the, the guy, I mean, the guy passed away, happened, happened and doesn't and, really matter why it happened. Yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, and, and, uh, what's his name? Schefter. Whoever yeah. you know posts that Instagram that uh, this it, is why Twitter is yeah. the Twitter is the devil's playground. Uh, you know that's I mean it was dis- disrespectful to say that the guy was struggling. It's like well, you know, it doesn't matter you know how his football career went. I mean you know there are people that love him that care for him that don't really think about that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Know? Struggling singer Whitney yeah, Houston dies in Bethel. Exactly. It's, it's like, <laughs> like one of those things. You don't it's say like, it that way. You stupid man. Like I'm surprised. You know. like, I'm surprised not being like those are the kind of guys. Like you know I, I hate cancel culture. But like at a certain point, you got to be like, okay, dude, that was fucking stupid. Yeah. You've been doing this your entire career, and you're gonna say that kind of stuff, stupid. Especially when he doesn't even really have a job. Yeah, yeah. it's like a struggling comedian. Gilbert yeah. Gottfried dies <laughs> unexpectedly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why do you have to say the struggling part? Yeah. Just say, yeah. you know, when people die, let's let's you know, unless obviously they cause the death of other people in the process. Uh, you know, let's just have a little bit of respect out there. It doesn't I mean, really so matter fucking, why he's it a professional football player. You know, it is. Who cares? I mean, the, the guy fucking worked his entire life to get to the point where he was. You know, what, what, however his career played out, that's just the way it played out. Yeah, you know? and we still don't know how good he might have been. Yeah, exactly. Had, I mean, he, it, had he been able he to stay with Mike Tomlin in the for first a while. round for no reason. Yeah, and Mike Tomlin thought highly of him enough to keep bring him back again this year. So you know, we could have had something there potentially. Uh, the Steelers hold the 20th overall pick in April's draft, meaning Malik Willis and Kenny Pickett would would likely only be available if they trade up in the first round. Other options include Sam Howell, Matt Corral, and Desmond Ritter, along with Carson Strong of Nevada. For fuck's sake, I keep saying it. He's better than Sam Howell by a long way. He's probably better than Kenny Pickett. Franny, what say you about the Steelers? What should they do in the draft at the quarterback position? Should they trade up to get one of these guys, or should they wait until next year? I, know, I, would, I would wait, actually. I'd, I'd wait until next year. I mean, you went out and you got uh, Trubisky. I mean, obviously, Trubisky's not on a large contract, but Trubisky was also a first-rounder as well. I mean, you know, I, I think the guy still has some potential. He was His first season, he played really well, but he was On stuck. a terrible team. I think it was Matt Nagy. I don't know if it was his first season with Matt he Nagy. He won Coach but, of the Year. Uh, I don't know if he was there with Matt Nagy this first season, or was it the second uh, season? I but I mean, that, Matt Nagy is not an offensive-minded coach. I mean, I want to see this guy with an offensive-minded coach. Matt Nagy's not a minded not coach. Not that Matt Canada. He doesn't have a mind Matt, for coaching. Matt Canada, <laughs> not exactly an offensive-minded <laughs> Offensive coordinator, either. <laughs> exactly. And Mike Tomlin doesn't know what the fuck is going on yeah. on offense. But he knows they have an offense. But, you know, I mean, you know, we saw how, how Roethlisberger was able to perform, maybe not last year, but, you know, throughout his career, he was, you know, one of the best uh, QBs over the last 20 years. But, uh, you know, I want to see what he can do, you know, with Pittsburgh. I, I still think I, I'm, I'm still very high on if he was an Eagles quarterback, it wouldn't be as high. <laughs> but it's it's not with the Eagles. But I am I'm optimistic. I am positive in 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 what Mitch Trubisky can do. Um, you know, he 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 he's got some legs, he's got a good arm, maybe not the best accuracy, but you know, if if he's in the right system, I think he can perform well. I so I, I would hold off on drafting a quarterback. I mean you've waited this fucking long already for drafting a quarterback, even though you know Roethlisberger was way up there in age. <laughs> yeah. You know, you go out there and you get, you know, 
I mean, we Doug, did. I mean, we did pick Doug up. Hodges we did pick up did. Haskins, and that that, yeah, that could have been. Some, it could have turned into something. No, I mean, I'm saying like you know you did, but I mean, there, there's just you know other. I mean, there are other quarterbacks that could have been drafted over the years, and and you know Pittsburgh always kind of stayed away from drafting a quarterback, a good quarterback. I mean, Mason Rudolph, you guys drafted a few years back. Ben Roethlisberger has good. an ego too, and, and he didn't obvious. like it when they drafted quarterback. It was obvious that Mason Rudolph wasn't going to work out, but I think you know Mitch Trubisky. I think he's going to be okay for the Steelers. I would wait and see what they have in him. Supposedly, next year's draft is be better and more loaded. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. I would take an offensive. I mean, if you're not going to trade up and take Willis, if you're not going to trade up and get Willis, I would take an offensive lineman in the first round and take Carson Strong in the second round. Mm-hmm. And at least he's on your roster. You obviously have a quarterback position open on your roster. Unfortunately, uh, that would be what I would do. Mm-hmm. Unless you're going to trade up to get Willis. If you're going to trade up to get Willis, then trade up to get Willis. You want to trade for Case Keenum? Uh, no. Maybe where's he? Where's he at? I think Case Keenum would also be a good backup no, for you. No, I think Trubisky. No, Trubisky. No. He didn't get no to play. Keenum for me. No, no Keenum. No Cousins. No. Yeah. Well, you can't get Cousins. Yeah, cousins not going anywhere, dude. <laughs> yeah, he, cousins is happy. He, he goes wherever the money is. Yeah, and the money seems to follow him. He's mm-hmm. got like he's just like Pig Pen had that like. Puff of dirt behind him everywhere we went, like wherever Kirk Cousins goes, dollar just bills. like hundred dollar bills just follow behind him for some strange reason. Like here you go, here's more money. Right, do you did you miss the playoffs again? Here's more money. <laughs> wait, you missed the playoffs again? More money. Here you go. Wait in the NFC. Wait in the NFC North, the worst one of the worst divisions in football. You missed the playoffs. Here's more money. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I like taking Carson Strong. I think Trubisky, he never had an opportunity in Buffalo because obviously Josh Allen, yeah, but he Allen. never had an opportunity in Chicago with to Chicago play with, to out. play with any kind of a team or any kind of a coaching staff that had any idea what they were doing. Yeah. He never had the weapons or anything. Um, but you know, I, he's I, a I, better Mason. He's a better Baker Mayfield. That's, yeah, that's well, where I would put him right yeah, now. Baker, Baker Mayfield, but better. Yeah, actually he's, he's, he's. I would take Trubisky over Baker Mayfield. Yeah, he's going to go to Carolina. Well, I don't know where he's going to go. He started allegedly on, start his own sitcom. We yeah, talked about that. He'd probably make more money. Yep. Uh, Franny, are you ready to move on from the poor Steelers? Yeah, I mean, what do you, wait, like, if they took a if they did take a quarterback this year, would I would trade be, up to get Willis. Yeah. I would trade away whatever what picture you got to trade to get Willis. I, you know, I, I've, I've been seeing Corral. You know, I'm not a big drafted. fan. I'm not a big fan of Corral. I mean, he's structurally sound. He's got a good arm. He's mechanically, he's structurally sound. But I mean, in other words, he's mechanically sound. You know, he, yeah. he's, seismic, his, he's his, seismically sound. His arm motion. So if there was an earthquake, he'd be okay. His arm, his footwork is good. His arm motion is good. His foundation is solid. His foundation <laughs> is solid. It's, it's three a, feet. <laughs> it's three feet by one foot deep. It's, it's, it's up to code. It looks good. It's, yep. Uh, but I'm, I just didn't see enough of him, at, you mm-hmm. know, at Ole Miss. But I think yep. Carson Strong is underrated. I think Malik Willis is, you know, both as a human being and as a player, a high quality player, a high quality person. If I were the Steelers, I would trade up to get Willis if possible. But if I'm not going to be willing to give the picks away that are necessary to do that, then I would sit on it. I would take an offensive lineman at 20 and I would wait until next year and take a quarter. Well, I would still take Carson Strong if he's available in the second round. But if well, I mean, he's not, if, I would if wait somebody next drops year. down, I mean, obviously, if somebody drops down and they're a first round talent, then yeah, why not take them? But I wouldn't reach for a quarterback. If I was the Steelers, I don't this like Kenny Pickett. I year, just don't. I, I, don't I would actually. I mean, I I really do want to see what Trubisky can do in that division this coming season. I'm actually excited to see what he can do. You know, because I, he I, he is fighting for his career right now. I know words that nobody has ever heard before outside of Chicago. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to seeing what Trubisky can do. 
Hey, they were excited. Like, I don't, I don't hey, think his parents. Season, I don't think anyone's ever said that. After that first season, they were they were they were high on Trubisky. And he, he dropped. He went off. to the playoffs. He would have won two playoff games if he the kicker could have made the kick. Good, thank God he didn't, because it was against the Eagles. But I mean, you know, I, I really am excited to see what he can do. I'm a, I agree, and yeah. I just don't think it's worth. And I, I think he probably learned a lot from Josh Allen because him and Josh Allen have a very similar skill set. They're both big. They're both strong. They have a good arm. You know, Josh Allen has improved his accuracy over the seasons. But, you know, Trubisky can be that similar type of quarterback. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right, Franny, you ready I'm, to move I'm on? just looking at my, uh, at my watch here, Ben, because your wife sent me a message. She said, uh, you know. On, she did? Vacay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, she did. She yeah. did. Did she send you one? Yes, she did. Okay, good. All right. <laughs> I'm like, that's good. <laughs> she's living her best life. Hey, she's my cousin. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Wait, what did I just miss? Huh? What did I miss? No, no, no I'm just saying, like, she said, <clears throat> sent a message. I'm like, oh, that's nice, you know. Yeah, she's, uh, she's a good egg. <laughs> uh, next up, Dan Snyder's a cheat. He's feeling the heat. From PFF, Saturday night's bombshell, what, last week's bombshell, could be included in the last draw for the NFL and Daniel Snyder. A.J. Perez of Front Office Sports reported that the Congress is exploring whether the Washington Commanders withheld money that should have been surrendered to the league's visiting team pool. As a league source with knowledge of the dynamics and among owners told PFT, this would welcome Snyder's or would, would become Snyder's death knell as an owner if it's proven to be true, Friday, and it does appear to be true. NFL teams don't keep all of their ticket revenue and they don't directly share any of the money from each each given game with the opponent. Instead, 40% of the gate revenue from every game goes into a league-wide pool in equal portions to all teams. Home teams deduct 15% of the total ticket revenue for expenses, making it basically a 66-34% share of the gross and a 60-40 split of the net. So if this is true, Snyder got one thirty-second of the 40% payments generated by all the other teams, and he failed to pony up the whole 40% chunk that should have gone to his partners in the league. His partners have protected him when it comes to the investigation regarding workplace misconduct because indirectly they are protecting themselves from having similar allegations threatened to hold on their franchises. If it can be proven that he has been picking his partner's pockets, his partners will likely be kicking fast, ben. his ass out of the house. This and there's been some subsequent reporting. Looks like this is probably true that Snyder was holding back some chunk of the gate revenues and not sharing it with the other forty teams. How big a scumbag yeah, can Daniel Snyder possibly it. be? We've he's like a scumbag it. on every level. Yeah, no, we've mentioned this on the podcast. He's you like he's like the, the Wolf of Wall Street. Like I don't even pay attention to it. Like everybody knows this guy's a fucking dirtbag. It's you like know? if Leonardo DiCaprio's character owned a football team <laughs> in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Actually, the, the, actually, the real guy. The real guy, was, Jordan Belfort? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know, he actually I mean, might have had more ethics than trying, Dan he, Snyder. He actually, I mean, he's actually trying to make amends like later in his life. Yeah, he's got some good whereas advice. Snyder doesn't give a fuck. Snyder's going to be a, a, a dirtbag now, later. It doesn't matter. He doesn't care. Whereas, yeah. you know, Belfort, yeah, you know, he's, 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 he's teaching courses. He has uh, classes and everything. And, you know, there, there's there's a nice picture of you right there, Ben. <laughs> oh, you sent that to someone. Yeah, I see, yeah. I did. All righty. Uh, Friday, <laughs> that's it for the NFL news. <laughs> yeah, but it, Dirtbag, Snyder, all yeah. the way. Stadium sucks. People falling out of their seats onto NFL players. I just can't believe it. I mean, of all of the low things to do, but to rip off your partners? I mean, and they're not even, I mean, they're not filling the stadium week to week like they used to fill RFK, like they used to fill, I don't even know what's it called now, FedEx Field, UPS Field, DHL Field, whatever it's called. Uh, but this is just a scumbag thing to do. It's, been, I mean, 
when people say we they need to have a better system for determining who's able to buy and own football, you know, NFL franchises. When you when you see someone like Dan Snyder, it's hard to disagree with that. Uh, you know, we can't they can't all be the Roonies, they can't all be Jeffrey Lurie, they can't all be, you know, quality stand up type of people. Sometimes you get a Dan Snyder, sometimes you get a Woody Johnson, sometimes you get a Jim Ursay. And there should be a better way of of determining from some ethical perspective, from some competitive perspective, you know, who brings who's able to buy these franchises because Snyder is just he's made a mess of that team. Uh, you know, the, the, the Washington commanders, maybe the Pittsburgh pirates, you know, teams that you just know are going to lose that aren't going to, you know, that aren't going to put you, the effort into the team that, that it deserves. And it, it happens year after year. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's very disconcerting. Yep. All right, Franny, that's it for the NFL news. <laughs> What's next about a big board. Next up, Ben, is a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out you there. Do it? No, man, this is all, all you right. right here. I love the way you do this. All way right. Way better than me. Thank you all oh, so much for listening. That is. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you all so much. We hope everyone's doing well. Oh, you're enjoying man, your so. spring wherever you look are. How great you are. At and this. thank you so much, everyone, new listeners, Sexy as well bitch. as the listeners that have been with us for a long time. <laughs> Since 2018, we have been a show about football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Mm-hmm. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com. Or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a stranger, just one person. One person. Just tell them, hey, I like football. You like football. Check out the Thirsty Gold Podcast. You get all the important news in an entertaining and interesting way every single week. Best ever. Thank you all so much. Best ever podcast. It's the best. I mean, it's definitely better than Around the NFL. It's definitely better than Pick 6. It's definitely better than all these podcasts. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah. You know, come on. Getting the notoriety. Yeah. I mean, give us the notoriety. Help. Tell us. Tell people. Tell them. But seriously, thank you all so much uh, for for, for supporting the show. And uh, uh, please forgive my uh, begging for kudos. Uh, You can check us out on Pandora, Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as every podcatcher in the universe. Also, you can check us out on Twitter at Goal Thirst, at Goal Thirst, and on Instagram at Thirstan. Again, that's at Thirstand on Instagram. Thank you all so much for listening. We truly appreciate each and every one of you taking the time, your valuable time, to listen to our show. We truly appreciate it. Friday, what's next up on a big board? Next up, Ben, is our feel-good story. Oh, are we already at the feel-good story? Yeah, an hour and 13 minutes in, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we are, Ben. Probably the most soothing music ever. All right, Franny. I think this might be a long one. That's a long one. <clears throat> That's gotta a lot my, of... Got to clear my throat. Yep. Take a drink. Do oh, you want to read it? No. I, you're, <laughs> I mean, you're really good at this. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, the computer, you got it right in front of you. I mean, I could read it off the screen right there, but you know. Uh, you could read it right off the screen. I know. I know. But you're like, <laughs> you're way better at that than I am. All right. Here we go. Yep. Ronnie Stanley. When the Baltimore Ravens offensive tackle Ronnie Stanley was 14, his parents brought back two Cocker Spaniels for Christmas after Stanley had begged his parents for a long time to get a dog. Eight days later, a babysitter accidentally left the door the door open and the gate to the pool, and one of the puppies drowned. Stanley was headed home. That's that fucking after, story right yeah. there, man. What the fuck is that? Exactly. Like Corey this is fucking sad. <laughs> after having a great basketball game dogs. when he learned his dog had died. I definitely took it hard. Feeling helpless, Stanley said. I couldn't do anything. It was tough. Now, 13 years later, the all-pro left tackle has become a driving force to help dogs in need. 
He recently announced the launch of the Ronnie Stanley Foundation, whose mission is to improve the quality of life to rescue dogs and match them with those who have faced challenges in life, such a chronic, such as a chronic illness or emotional trauma. The foundation has already placed three dogs oh God, in new like homes. That's a long story. And has three more in training. <laughs> my life was forever changed for the better when I adopted Lola, Rico, and Kaya. A lot of individuals can benefit from the companionship an animal can bring into their lives. It brings tremendous joy, Stanley said. I just think it was great to show that the idea can can work, that it works for different types of people, different walks of life, different problems. So I think there's a lot of opportunity. Partnered with the uh, Stanley partnered with the Baltimore Animal Rescue and Care Shelter, BA Barks. Stanley's foundation will recommend rescue dogs for the program and then provide 30 days of training, food, and housing with certified trainers. Once the family or individual is selected, the foundation will arrange a meet and greet to ensure a favorable match and provide the new home with a crate, dog beds, bowls, food, and toys. Jonathan Burkhead is a U.S. Navy veteran who was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder after completing a four or a tour in Iraq during Desert Storm. He received Garrison, an abandoned two-year-old pit bull mixed. He definitely impacted not just me, but my whole family, Burkhead told ESPN. He is a lovable ball of energy. It seems his entire mission in life is to give love and to get love. So we might as well just call him Garrison Burkhead. Uh, let's see. For years, people have asked Bark. I'll skip over that part. For years, people have asked Barks if the shelter had animals that are trained to be emotional support or service dogs, but Barks just didn't have the capability or resources to do that. It's a nonprofit, open admission shelter that takes an advantage of takes an average of ten thousand animals per year. Before Barks, the city of Baltimore ran the shelter, and the euthanasia rate was ninety eight percent. Running 98%. Now in its 17th year of existence, Barks is saving 90% of the animals. A complete reversal. So when Stanley approached Barks about his idea for his foundation, Deacon wasn't surprised that the program, or the program wasn't surprised that the that it involved shelter dogs and not puppies from a breeder. He saw the value that animals from shelters can bring into families. Deacon of Barks said they brought value to his life and really made his home here in Baltimore a true home. There's a lot of programs out there that train dogs to be service animals, to be emotional support animals. And while those dogs are, or while those are amazing and wonderful, Ronnie took the extra step and said, I think we can do this with shelter dogs. I think they are just as smart, just as capable, and just as full of love as a puppy that's been trained since it was a baby. Stanley's Foundation will continue to arrange complimentary training sessions and ongoing check-ins with the family. The goal is to extend services to communities outside of Baltimore in the future. I really enjoy the fact that I'm able to help not only animals, but kind of build that bridge or connection between humans, Stanley said. It's not just trying to show people how each other, how each species can be a benefit to each other if it's done the right way. Frane, what say you? Um, other than being a lot of words. That's a lot of words, but, uh, you know, Ben, we we, <laughs> we love animals on this podcast. <laughs> and I'm, you're looking at the, the messages that I was sending uh your wife there that was a long long yeah uh, i mean but it's such a story. great story I mean, no, it's, a, it's a great story. it was a long story it's I a mean, great story i Don't didn't realize that, shel- that that they I didn't, didn't realize use... it was eight paragraphs long either i didn't realize they didn't use shelter dogs and and rescue dogs for this type of you know for for emotional support or for service animals they, they only use bred dogs mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense you're saying that these dogs that are in the shelters are just garbage they can't be taught anything I and know. i think stanley is doing the right thing no same i mean like yeah 
I'm not I mean, well. I'm not sure if um, they're like no kill shelters. I mean, they're you know they're they're they were like killing ninety eight percent of them. Oh, okay, I I, I was kind of sending messages there. So. <laughs> he well, I didn't hear the that shelter part, that but... he worked with initially, they were killing ninety eight percent of the damn, dogs. Damn, and now they're saving ninety percent. That's good. That's a good story right there, Ben. Sorry, I was kind of distracted. Fonny's like, I don't care about your feel good stories. <laughs> All right, Freddie, that's the feel-good story no, of the week. That's a great story, man. Look, you go out and you find these stories. Not too many other people are reporting on this except you, except our podcast. Well, mostly you because you go out and you search <laughs> for them. Um, but no, that's, that's a good one. I mean, you know, we love animals. I mean, you have a couple, uh, you know. Right here, right, right now. Here. Exactly. I mean, and, uh, you know, I mean, I wish I, you know, I would like a dog myself, but I just wouldn't want to keep it at home alone all day. It just causes more anxiety for the dog. Yes, yeah. exactly. A lot of people just buy dogs just because they want a fucking dog, but they don't even care for their fucking dog. Yeah, you got to care for them. Yeah. And and kudos to Stanley for, mm-hmm. you know, reversing a trend of euthanasia and actually giving these rescue dogs and these these shelter dogs uh, a, a real opportunity at a future. I mean, I was watching this uh, idiotic show, Neighborhood Wars, and this woman stole an RV in Los Angeles, and out here in the Valley, actually. Oh, really? And then drove it through, like, Tarzana and, like, Encino to get to, I mean, whatever she was driving all of like in the north, like up near Devonshire, I think, like in the north mm-hmm. part of the. Mm-hmm. Does the north part of the valley go all the way to Tarzana? I assume it does. No, Tarzana's on the on the south side. Wherever, <laughs> but she was driving it all over the place, and she stole the RV and she stole two pit bulls. Damn. At the same time, and the pit bull as she as she crashed into a telephone pole, ripped half the side of the fucking RV off. Well, I think I saw that. She's driving. Yeah. This one of the pit bulls jumped ago. out of the car. Yeah. Jumped out. They were trying to escape. Like that's like if a dog really is fucking doesn't like you if it wants yeah. to jump out of a moving vehicle. Yep. Uh, so one pit bull jumped out and ultimately was okay. The other pit bull, uh, was was when the RV finally crashed into an older man into a telephone pole or into a tree. And stopped. The other pit bull was was uh, was rescued, was injured, but it was able to be fixed, or or, or uh, it was able to be helped at at a clinic, at a at a well, at a animal hospital, mm-hmm. and both of the dogs were ultimately adopted. But while I was watching that entire chase, all I was thinking about was the dogs. Yeah, no, I was like, I hope this woman dies. Please let her hit a fucking pole so she could die because this is ridiculous. She just had a dog jump out of this thing. Uh, I was rooting for the dogs the whole way. All I was hoping is that the RV would hit something. So that the woman would die and uh-huh. that the dogs would live. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, who lets a dog jump out of a I car know, at mean, sixty miles an hour? Not stolen dogs. I mean, or any then, kind of dog. I mean, any kind of. Do- I mean, exactly. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it was yeah, pretty trippy that, video that, though. That, if you watch it, I mean, she. Lived, no, I remember that was. That, it ripped like that. half, like as she yeah, was going down, that. like half the side of the yeah, whole yeah. car was. No, gone. no I, I I do remember that. <laughs> that was like, it was it was a few years ago. Yeah, I was just watching yeah. that. I was like, chases we have here. Too many, yeah. too many. Yeah. So the feel good story is she got arrested. She got seven years in prison. Yeah, and the dog got yeah. adopted. Yeah, good. So good. Don't let dogs jump out of the car. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that. I was like rooting for the dogs the whole time. All right, Franny. What's first or next about a big board? Go dogs. <laughs> go, <laughs> go dogs. <laughs> What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben, is uh, Franny's World Cup update. Franny's hot take? Uh, I have a song. I have a new song. I want to hear the song. I just want to hear this song. I don't know if I have a, a hot take. but I You mean, have to have a hot take. It's terrible. The song is terrible. Yeah, I, I just want to hear this. this. Might, I want to hear this song. I want to hear what you chose. If I actually did have a t- hot take, because if it's a good song, I'd have a hot take next week just because of the song. Well, this might be a one-time, uh, this might be a one-time listen, because uh, I think it's probably pretty bad. Let's hear this thing. I don't mind that so far. 
but I can get into this. I like this a lot, actually. It's that time again, <laughs> friends. Franny is here, bringing cheer or fear or just switching gears. Definitely have a hot take next Or soccer or something new. Buckle up, people, because here it comes. Grab your Pepto and a handful of fucking Tums. It's Franny's hot take. It's Franny's flame. It's Franny's earthquake. Franny's got game. It's Franny's hot take. It's Franny's flame. It's Franny's earthquake. Because Franny's got game. I wish. Well, because I know it's going to be soccer. Take us out, Mario. Take us out. <laughs> Ivanić ide na ubačaj do ostra lopta, Volker reagira, tu je Perišić, Perišić, Mandžukić, Mandžukić, i Mandžukić, i Super Mario je, Zabija, i Dalar Ostava! Oh man, that brings back memories. It's Franny's hot take, it's Franny's flame, it's Franny's earthquake. Because Franny's got game, it's Franny's hot take, it's Franny's flame, it's Franny's earthquake, because Franny's got game. Are y'all ready for this week's hot take? Break it down and bring it on. Here comes this week's hot take. Man, I, I definitely need a hot take next week, Ben. I mean, there's not too much to report on the World Cup. I mean, you know, it's coming up in November. Uh, not all the teams have yet qualified. I mean, there's some, uh, some still sort of some play-in games or some play-off games. I mean, Costa Rica is going to take on, I believe, Australia or the UAE. Uh, and, and a few other, I think Peru's taken on, or was it Peru? I can't remember. Uh, but yes, I mean, that's just what they have so far, but there's some play in games or some play off games. So it's not completely set. I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but Ben, for a hot take, do you believe that Mitchell Trubisky can be? <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you think this upcoming season, Mitchell Trubisky will take the Steelers to the top of the division. I think he can. Do you think he can? I think he can. Yeah. Why? I do. Well, because the defense is going to be so good. We're spending more money on our defense. Uh-huh. We've got TJ Watt. We've got Cam Hayward coming back. We've got the rest of the guys coming back. We signed players on defense. We're going to draft players on defense. We've Joe got Burrow, Mika coming back. Lamar Jackson. We, Deshaun we, Watson. Witherspoon came back. Those are some really tough quarterbacks to go against. Do you think Trubisky has what it takes to take the Steelers yeah, to the top of I the do. division and we're take them to the gonna, playoffs? We're only going to have to score. We're going to have to average maybe 21 points a game to go 12 and five and get to the playoffs. And I think he's able to get us to 21 points a game. I think that, you know, it was a perfect season for the Bengals last year. Everything went right for them, especially no, down, really. especially down the stretch, down the stretch, down the stretch. Yes, but early on, early you know, on. Yes. Middle. No. And then late. Yes. Baltimore still as good a team as they have. They still lack some weapons on offense. They really do lack weapons on offense. So it's going to be tough for them. I think to score enough points, their defense is solid. But Baltimore can be getting gotten. Deshaun Watson, who the hell knows what's going to happen in Cleveland? I mean, this could be a complete bust for all we know. We just don't know what's going to happen in Cleveland or if he's going to end up getting suspended this season. Uh, the rest of the AFC, obviously very strong. The AFC West, about as strong a division as you've had probably in the last 20 years at the quarterback position. But I think the Steelers, it's going to be Number obviously one. 
tough in to, the division. Number one in the division. It, it's it's going to be very tough. How confident are you? Very tough to get out of the AFC with with you know with, we're essentially got the USFL and the and the NFC. Anybody could win that fucking that conference. <laughs> it's a fucking joke that conference. How confident are you, Ben? Uh, I'm 100 percent confident they can win the division. 100 percent. 100 percent. Steelers that they can win the division. Number one. Easy. In the division. Easy peasy. Next year. Yeah. AFC. Yeah. North. Yep. What about you? Um, no, I'm I'm very positive uh in, in what he can bring to the team. I mean, he, he's got a good skill set. Uh I mean, like you said, the defense even stronger. It should be stronger this season as compared to last season, even though last season they were pretty fucking good too. Um, but uh, that's that's gonna be a pretty I mean, just the just the quarterback crop that they have there in that division, you know, does rival the AFC West. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I, I we'll I, see. Joe Burrow. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Joe Burrow sucks. Yeah, Joe Burrow yeah, we'll is see. fucking terrible. I mean, but everything yeah. went well for the Bengals. I mean, they had their one shot this year. We'll see if they're able to repeat it this year. Yeah. Lamar Jackson, obviously, they've got a good team. Yeah. We heard it here first. Steelers, number one. Oh, of course. Next year. Until like week five when I'm yeah. like crying in my beer. Yeah, and but it's funny how positive you are on right your team now, compared to me. I think with the structure around him, with Tomlin, with unfortunately. Ugh. It's fortunately with Matt Canada, but Matt Canada alleges that this is the offense he wants to run with a mobile quarterback, with a strong quarterback RPOs. who can who you can run the RPOs, who can run play action, you who can run those rollout plays. RPOs? No, no. <laughs> I mean, Roethlisberger was always like fleet he, of foot. Yeah, he was very, yeah, was very, very, very fast. One of the fastest. I, you know, he's faster than the hurdler that the yeah. Eagles just picked up. Yeah, he, he runs like a four three forty. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Four minutes and thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's slower than Tom Brady. Even yeah. even even being well, seven you know years younger. You know what? I think he was always faster than Tom Brady. I think Tom, yeah, I, I think mean so. Tom Brady is like literally the slowest runner that I've ever seen. And running isn't that difficult, but he finds it yeah. to be very he can do everything else very well. Running is just not, so not one of his things. It's it's pretty interesting. But what did you think of the song, Friday? I love the song, Ben. I love the so song. Hot take I love, next week. I love the the little uh, the the in between right there with Mario Mandzukic scoring against England in the World uh, Cup semifinal, two to one. Yeah, I mean that 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 definitely brings back memories. I That's mean, my that favorite World Cup moment of my life. A tear to my eye. I mean, seriously, it did. I mean, I I I I I think I cried like a baby once they won that game. It was yeah. yeah I mean, and that Mandzukic, 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 Mandzukic. I mean, my favorite all time Croatian national team player. Uh, to score that winning goal, I mean, almost by accident. I mean, it was. Nah, it, it was I mean, doing. it was passed. I mean, it was. It was uh, Perisic you know, with the pass, but yeah, Bob popped up in the air. Yeah. It kind of landed there for him, and uh, I mean, he didn't know what the fuck was going on after that. But there were a lot of exciting matches. I mean, a lot of over extra time matches in mm-hmm. the right in the last World Cup. Didn't you play like oh, pretty much like all three extra time matches? Yeah, and obviously France the cheated stage, and they yeah. lost. You <laughs> know, in, in the final. <laughs> Or somebody cheated. Uh, I have to be. Yeah, no, I'd say so. I mean, I, you know, the, the the refs were kind of, you know, they were dicks. Yeah. But the World Cup is coming up. Coming up in November. In November. So but, I mean, there's gonna be more uh, World Cup updates once some of those playoffs, uh, you know, go down. I mean, one thing, the one Tunisia another, to the semifinal. Another, you heard it here first. Another another article I read. You know, they they were ranking the teams, and they ranked Serbia above Croatia by one spot. Croatia was 13th overall, and then they ranked Serbia, who doesn't really have a good track record in international play at number 12. In water polo, I maybe. was like, even in water polo. Uh, <laughs> no, they're good at water polo, but sort of Croatia. So it's Croatia. But, uh, you know, I was kind of disappointed by that. Like, Serbia has a lot of good players, but they haven't really proven anything on the world stage. I don't care if you place Brazil and Belgium and Germany above Croatia. That's fine. I mean, those are all good teams. And Tunisia. 
Tunisia was at the back. <laughs> they were like almost like the last team <laughs> in that ranking band. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, I, that's that that kind of rubbed me the wrong yeah, way. And it's going like, to really? rub a lot of people in Croatia the wrong really? way. Really, it's going to rub a lot of people above. the wrong way. <laughs> Not that I'm biased <laughs> or anything. A no Croatians and Serbs and Serbs. <laughs> I don't have anything. But I'm saying, you know, it, but I'm like, uh, saying like everyone knows how well they get along. I mean, it's no, widely but, known. But I'm saying like they haven't really accomplished. They barely qualified for the World Cup, and you're placing them above Croatia. Well, like, but it's a whole new team for Croatia. I mean, obviously Modric is going to play in the in the World they have Cup. Some good young talent, but they got some young talent. They got a new goalkeeper. Yeah, they have, they have some good young talent uh, mixed with the old talent. I think the coach has done a good job towards the end of the qualifications to, you know, get Croatia in. But but I'm looking forward to it. It'll be around the holidays. It'll be yeah, around the holiday season crazy, when we'll yeah. have games. Yeah, yeah. You know, obviously because of the weather. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know when the final Yeah, is I don't know. January? But it's it's, it's going to be, uh, no, no. I think it's going to be like uh, November into December, you know, in, in Qatar. It's going to be 120 you know, degrees still. <laughs> Uh, probably maybe around 80. <laughs> but it'll be fun. And yeah. obviously that, I mean, I really got into the World Cup in 2000. My first World Cup in 2014 was the one that I really paid attention to. And then 18, obviously Croatia go to the finals, but there were so many exciting matches in 2018. Going to extra time, there were it was hard for me to pick the right moment because yeah. there were, I mean, there were some pretty amazing um, uh, moments in extra time, especially with the, with the free kicks. Yeah, I can't remember who, who was, it was... Uh, I can't remember who the the first game was where you won in free kicks. Denmark. Denmark. Uh, but obviously, I'm a big Mario fan. So the mo- the, the, the goal there. that the goal I know, but the goal that pushed him through to the finals, obviously, pretty amazing goal yeah, against scored, England he in the finals. Too, you know, so. at the end of that, at the end of that game, to win that game two to one. I know. Uh, pretty it's amazing. Coming home? Stuff. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because we have, we, have, we have fans. We have a lot of fans have, actually from the UK. L- listen to us in the UK. <laughs> you know what? You know it, it is what it is. Yeah, all the Just drama aside, but us. that was probably my all-time yeah, favorite. I mean, I only started watching soccer in 2010 when I started hanging out with all the Croatian folks. Uh, but that was probably my all-time favorite moment in 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 World Cup play. Yeah, in 2010, so actually, uh, that's that's the one World Cup that Croatia did not qualify for in South Africa. Um, so yeah, uh, it's a good thing you started watching after that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and you know, get to the fi- and, and they, I mean, in 2014, it was. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I, they didn't make it out of the group stage, I believe, in 2014. It was in Brazil. There were, yeah, there were some good yeah. games in 2014. Yeah. I but I mean, 2018, think. you know, that the whole, the, I mean, everything was, you know, the, I mean, just the entire World Cup was fun to watch. I mean, you know, France has an amazing team and and you know a lot of young talent. I'm sure they're going to be one of the favorites this, this upcoming season. Another team that Croatia was ranked behind, which I don't mind. I don't care. But Serbia yeah. ahead of Croatia, come on. We'll see how it ah, goes. Come on. We'll see how. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it, I mean, I'm excited to see what the U.S. can do in the World Cup as well. They have the youngest team um, in 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 the World Cup, and they have a lot of good young talent that's coming up. I, I root for Croatia 100, but you know, ju- just behind them, you know, I, if if it's Croatia and USA playing each other, I'm gonna I'm gonna rule a bit more for Croatia, of course. But if probably the US, will too. If the U.S. is playing against anybody else, I will be rooting 100 for the U.S. and I want them to do well. I want them to perform well. They have a lot of like young talent that's actually playing in Europe right now. They have potential. Yeah. Well, let, yeah. let's hope a Croatia U.S. final is that possible? But given the brackets, I'm not sure if it's possible. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's possible. Just the way the the brackets are set up. Let's see. U.S. is here. Yeah, I mean that that that's uh, Croatia right at the bottom, right there in Group F. 
with Belgium, Canada, Morocco. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's possible. But, yeah, but if I it think is, the U.S. can ma- definitely make it out of that group. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. Exactly. All right, Freddie, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, is our boat. That's actually our shot of the week. I almost <laughs> skipped over our shot of the week. Ben, inspired by the Easter holiday. Yes, weekend. indeed. What do we have this week, Friday? Uh, tonight, Ben, I, you know, uh, we didn't really come up with a name for the shot. I'm going to call it I'm All Ears because we're drinking out of the ears of the bunny. It's a chocolate bunny, and the chocolate bunny, we cut off the ears, and inside of the bunny, we have some Irish cream whiskey. We have some cinnamon schnapps, which I didn't realize how strong it was. It's actually 50% uh, alcohol. And uh, we have some vodka as well. So vodka, some strong-ass Cinnamon schnapps and some Irish cream whiskey, Ben. I'm sure it's going to be a good shot. It's going to be sweet. It's going to be cinnamony. And look how cute those are. Oh, they're super cute. Yeah. And it's, we're going to drink it out of a straw. Oh, we're drinking it out of a straw, yeah. you say? Yeah. Look at that. I just got to remember to get these bunnies off and the And I table. also didn't realize... Uh, Lest the dogs eat the bunnies. Yeah, exactly. No, we're going to have to uh, toss that in the trash. I got that extra bunny right There's there. There's no for way you. I'm eating that, but I'll eat one tomorrow, but I'm not eating... Yeah, this is, this is like Hangover City right here yeah. if I drink. If I eat this fucking old chocolate. Yeah, but I'm all ears, shop, and I'm stirring it up. You got to stir it up. Yeah, you got to stir it up. And I didn't realize how big these bunnies were. Actually, when I was pouring the show, I'm like, that's a lot of liquid going into these little bunnies. They're pretty heavy. Especially since the the bunny doesn't weigh anything. Yep. That means all of that is alcohol. uh, There's a good amount of whiskey, uh, not whiskey, but uh, Irish cream whiskey in there, along with the vodka, along with the cinnamon schnapps and when i read the label i'm like really 100 yeah, proof that's why that's why people damn. like schnapps it tastes good damn. and it's like 100 proof yeah damn so what did you call it i'm all ears i'm all ears all right baby is that okay yeah yeah is that okay i love it we cut the ears off last year we cut the heads off this year we cut the ears off maybe next poor year we bunny. cut the ass off i don't know bunny we just poor bunny yeah, yeah next that. week we just you know or ne- yeah you just keep the ears and, and we drink out of the face well too. You, yeah, cut, you cut off the nose and we just drink out of the face yeah. <laughs> bite it off <laughs> what, did, what did they ever do to us right yeah. hey cheers bunnies never hurt nobody clink they're not rats <laughs> alright you ready alright cheers to you Ben here we go <laughs> Ah, Woo. wow! That is way spicier than I expected. That's good though. It's very good. It's definitely got a kick. Oh, it's never it's ending. Definitely got a kick. There's more in there. <laughs> I'm gonna pull the straw out. Ah, ah. Um. That's good. It was good though. Ooh. It was uh, creamy. It was very cinnamony. Mm -hmm. It was spicy, tangy. A little chocolatey. And a little bit chocolatey from sitting in. I'm surprised 100 Proof didn't burn all the way down through the the bottom of the bunny, actually. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of the shot. Well, no, but we we took a couple out of pickles. Those were my favorite, I think. That might have been my all-time favorite shot was the shot out of the pickle. Because I love my pickles. I like pickles, too. Um... But that was about as eastery a shot as you're going to get. It wasn't that sweet. I mean, you know, you'd expect it was creamy. It was creamy. It was very actually. It was a, it was a nice creamy shot though. Way more cinnamony. It was a nice creamy shot. Way more cinnamony. All right. Than uh, than the Goldschlager though. Like if we use Goldschlager, uh, that stuff is gross, man. It's got real gold it's in it though. <laughs> that stuff's gross, bro. <laughs> that stuff's really gross, bro. 
<laughs> well, Goschlager was we like that's like that. it's we like stole z- that out of my parents' liquor cabinet, and it was gross, bro. It's like like z- I had such a hangover. It's like Zima. Me and Kyle, you know, it's like <laughs> meet Kyle. It's like Zima. It's like something that had its moment, and should, yeah. it should have just gone away. No, no, gone away. I mean, it's still it's 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 fun to have. I mean, it's, it's eh. nice, you know, like it has little gold flakes. They're yeah. fake gold flakes, but I mean, it's, you know, it's it's. I'm t- I think it's real gold. Yeah, it feels real gold, Ben. <laughs> I would buy a whole bunch of those bottles and like build a fucking. Uh, a gold brick out of those things. <laughs> gold brick lager. Gold brick lager, exactly. <laughs> That'd be yeah. a lot of dental work after you after yeah. you eat it. But. Yeah. But that's good. I mean, even taking a couple of bites out of the ear right there after finishing it off, uh, that was actually, that was pretty, that was a good shot. That was that was more cinnamon than I expected there would be. Maybe I would add a little bit less next time. Oh, maybe, did you stir yours? <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, I, st- I mean, I stirred it up and it, it, it wasn't as cinnamony. I mean, it was still cinnamony, but it but it was it was creamy throughout. I think after stirring it up, it, I really got that creaminess all the way through. Even though the cinnamon was there, it was still very creamy. Presentation beautiful, a hundred percent. Look for it on uh, Twitter at Goal Thirst, on Instagram at Thirstan, and we might since I'll see Franny tomorrow. I may force I him to uh, try to force him anyway to <laughs> post some beers tomorrow. I know actually, you know what, this coming week, I probably should post some beers, at least some of the beers. I, I, I don't know why I don't do it. I just don't do because it. Because it's after, I just after the not... show, you're like, I'm done. Yeah, I know. Actually, yeah, I'm posting this stuff while I'm like laying in bed pretty much at the end of the night and I'm fucking tired. And then I go home and I probably have like another little bit of scotch. Before. Old Portero. Yeah. Old Portero, man. That stuff. I mean, that, that rye band that you got me a few weeks ago, uh, and ex- it's like an expensive bottle of rye and uh, you know, once you let it air and you let it breathe a little bit, I had a little bit last night. Um, I mean the, that, the cinnamon flavor that comes through the spiciness that comes through and there's still plenty left in that bottle. So, I mean, if you come over we we could probably finish that thing off. It's smooth. That is a really good rye. When we had it on the show, it didn't have all those flavors coming through, but now I think it's way better. But I also had a little bit of cognac and a little bit of bourbon as well. But when you compare it to what I had last night, that was am I an alcoholic? No, that was no, <laughs> definitely that, not. that was that was it was it's way better once you let it like just sit and breathe and you could just really enjoy that the cinnamon notes that come through it. Not as cinnamony as this, but this is a little too much. Oh well, yeah, that would be a little This uh, is a little overwhelming. A rye that tasted like that. This is a little overwhelming, but once you let that let that old portero kind of sit there and you kind of taste it, it's Damn, yeah, it's good. Creamy, you. cinnamony, spicy, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, and I hope you do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, it's, I did. it's just hard to find a rye or a bourbon. You, you can keep you can you can you can keep all the Irish whiskeys <laughs> in yeah. there. We'll see how this one tastes. But it's just can... hard to find a rye that's worth spending that much money on, and I think I think that one is one that might be worth it. It was actually good. Yeah, it was it was very good actually. It is it's, it's continuing to be good, Ben. Yeah, because I tried. I actually tried. What did I try last night? It was the the one that um that you because you were really really tired last week. I was like, bring me out some, bring me out a good ride. Well, last week I, and you no, like no, grabbed no. the first one that you could last see. Week, a lot, well, last because <laughs> you were goes, like, fuck this guy. I'm just by first ride I could see. It was like right at the front. Well, last week I wasn't here. We, we did the show last or week, but week the week before, before like, that, yeah, I was fucking the Pike, tired. Oh, the Pikesville or the uh, yeah. I actually yeah, had yeah. I had some of that last night. It's like uh, hundred. It was like hundred and ten like proof. Yeah, it's it's strong. It's actually not bad. Yeah, it's it's actually bad. pretty good. Yeah, no, I left. I left early last weekend. Uh, not last week, but but I was. Yeah, I was tired. <laughs> it was one of those shows. It's like it's like when you come over to my place. Like you haven't been over in a while. It's because we can't. Like we we drink so much. Th- 
the night before and then like on the podcast we're pretty much zombies on the podcast whereas tonight i am refreshed i am good to go last podcast i i, I was kind of mumbling and stumbling all all the way through and it happens. i probably it happens. needed some red bull before yeah last day yeah, two weeks Talk ago about red bull ben yeah <laughs> <laughs> formula one drive to survive netflix watch it it's good yeah for sure i'm gonna check that out yeah yeah i mean two weeks ago friday was tired last week like last night i mean my my spouse is out of town for a couple of days yeah uh so i uh i got no sleep last night you know, it's funny i, I didn't mean, get to funny. watch two movies you know, but it's funny though like you know you would think that you'd sleep a lot easier without somebody else next to you in bed you know i mean i know that you're a snorer ben um i've experienced that uh in austria i do snore i experienced it in austria we were all snorers but man the good thing there was a partition between us uh i'm not sure how it would sound without that partition between <laughs> yeah the i mean it's just you get used to sleeping with somebody and yeah. then the, you know the dogs are like they're not used to they're not used to they're like all night not that walking. i wouldn't do it again i mean of ben I, I mean i would i would end it i would sleep with you any night of the week you know i <laughs> I don't have a problem. Like it's it's almost like at first it's like damn that's really loud, but then it's like it's kind of soothing. It's not. <laughs> it's 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 soothing sleeping next to this jet engine. <laughs> that it's like it's like one of those motorcycles that pops. You know, like yeah, you get that pop. It's like you know. At first, it's like this is kind of annoying, but then it's like it's like it, it's soothing, and you couldn't hear me snore. I'm sure I was snoring as well. But you can hear me over your you snores. Yeah, I don't think you it's did. It's because I didn't sleep. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, less, I mean, it was just a, you're, used, you're used to sleep with somebody, and then the dogs are like rummaging around the house, <laughs> jumping on the bed all night because they're like it, they're not ready to go to bed until everything is like in their routine, yeah. which is like me there, yeah. Sonia there. So yeah, last night was a long night. Was it really? Uh, it was. It was. <laughs> but I got to. I did watch Nightcrawlers, and I got to watch uh, Dunkirk. Uh, Dunkirk. Uh, and you, because you I just couldn't sleep. A semi boring war movie it was uh, not my favorite not my favorite yeah. but it was but it was interesting cinematography and cinematography was great great uniforms all the period great. stuff storylines were good uh i just expected a little more uh killing more shooting more shooting yeah. and killing yeah it wasn't always like that in world war ii ben <laughs> it wasn't all just I mean, shooting and it killing wasn't all shooting and killing even though 40 million people died but it wasn't, it wasn't all about that <laughs> i know people that came back that survived the war they were like it just wasn't enough shooting and killing yeah no it was only like, I don't know, 50 million people or however many people. I think the Russians lost 40. Well, by some counts, they lost 50 million people Yeah, uh, alone, not counting Russians, Germans, and everybody, and everybody else. Czechs, Slovaks, you know. Italians. Yugoslavia. Yugos- <laughs> At the time. Yugoslavia, Italians. A million people there. <laughs> it was uh, a, a very disastrous war. Yeah. All yeah. right, Franny. Where would you rate this shot, Ben? Uh, on a World War II rating scale. Uh, well, I mean, if I was would trapped, you this on the front lines? If I was trapped, if I was on the front lines, I was trapped in a trawler that was this, getting shot at and sunk one bullet hole at a time. If this was, the I would battle, give it a ten. If this was the Battle of the Bulge, and I'm sitting in the Ardennes forest. Oh, Battle of the Bulge! I'm a, I want like 140 proof rye. Uh, oh man, I'd say I just give me give me cocaine, <laughs> give me fucking whatever. I don't want anything that's going to make me happier or no, more no, excited. No, no. Exactly. I've, some... I've been shot five times. I don't know this. Yeah, I would want uh, fentanyl. Fentanyl. <laughs> if I'm if I'm if if, I, if I'm about to get killed, give I want tranquilizers. Give me, give me some fentanyl. Give me some elephant uh, tranquilizer. But I would give this. I'm gonna give it. I would give it an eight. I would. I would also actually fuck Ben. I would also give it an eight as well. Um, you know, it was it was. 
overly cinnamony. Maybe I shouldn't have added so much uh, cinnamon. I, well, I, I didn't realize how much alcohol was in c- the cinnamon schnapps until I actually poured it. Have afterward. you never had schnapps? I mean, I don't usually drink schnapps, man. No, I don't. Nobody drinks schnapps. No, I don't drink schnapps. Like, no one under the age of fifty. It's like your schnapps. grandma drinks schnapps. Like she like you know, peppermint like, schnapps. Yeah, yeah. blackberry yeah, schnapps. You know, peach. Peach uh, schnapps. There's yeah. like you get any flavor under the sun. It's yeah. like uh, it's almost like candy. You can get it is, lemon it is, schnapps. It is basically candy. That's yeah. basically what it is. It's a hundred proof candy. Yeah, hundred. Yeah, yeah. Fifty percent alcohol. You know, just light your breath on fire with that shit. So you're at an eight. I'm at an eight. Mm-hmm. Eight eight. Ah, do you mind taking a quick break? Before no, I, I would we, like uh, to take a break. Yes, before we get into My, the uh, the what is supposed to be one of the better Irish whiskeys. Well, I mean, it was recommended to you, right? Yeah, but then again, recommending well, this Irish whiskey. I mean, I mean how well do you know this friend? He's a really good dude, but I mean, he obviously recommended a couple that were like one hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, I know Irish yeah. whiskey. Well, everything, but if it's one hundred eighty dollars, better fucking be good. But I'm like, am I really going to spend one hundred eighty dollars on an yeah, Irish whiskey? An Irish whiskey, no. Uh, so you have on scotches. I have. On, have you have. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Tom Brady. Yeah, and we'll we'll do that again this year. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, bet yeah. against Tom Brady again. <laughs> we'll I get didn't you, do it this year. We'll get you really drunk, and we'll get a good bet. <laughs> we had a bet from I'm two gonna, weeks ago. I don't remember it, what it was. I'm going to take advantage of you. <laughs> we had a bet for, like a Tunisia. I can't remember what it was, but it was like uh, uh, it was something stupid. But yeah. I ha- but I know I have it because when Tunisia actually gets to the finals, they, I'm going to find episode 165 and figure out what the fuck yeah, what that bet was. Yeah, you lost for sure. <laughs> I can tell you right now. Uh, I don't, but I don't think my end, my 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 end is not that bad. Like, if I lose, I don't think it's that bad. But yeah, if you lose, not. it's yeah, bad. Yeah. I don't know. If, did we bet? Yeah, we did bet. Oh, okay. It, you, 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 uh, oh, yeah. You took advantage of me. Of course. Of yeah. course. It's nothing. <laughs> well, I didn't take advantage of you. I bet on Tunisia. Oh, yeah. I took advantage of you. Okay. Are you betting? I'll take the Jets to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, they might. I'll take the Jets, you know, 10 to 1, $100 to 1,000. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah, I'm taking hey, advantage of you. You got a thousand bucks? <laughs> yeah, the Jets. Uh, all right, so yeah, so we'll be right back with our Brown of the Week. All right, and we are back with our beverage of the week, our Brown of the Week, Ben. Recommended. By a friend of yours. Friday's <laughs> like, not a very good friend. <laughs> You've been searching for an Irish whiskey that's worth sipping on, Ben. And he recommended the Bushmills Black Bush, which sounds like a porn <laughs> yeah, exactly. movie or some shit. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm a big fan of Black Bushes, Ben. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, know. I mean, I lived through the 80s, so. You know. I mean, I guess. I mean, I like a. I mean, if they called it clean. <laughs> the clean Black Bush? The clean, just just clean. <laughs> clean shaven. <laughs> <laughs> clean shaven Black Bush? <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'd, 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 I'd be a little bit happier about this one, but uh, the Bushmills Black Bush. <laughs> I don't know about what kind of bush are we talking about here. Eh, you know, it's a, it's a holly bush. <laughs> this is the Bushmills Black Bush. Yeah, Bushmills Black Bush Irish whiskey combines. Yeah, just bushes, man. It's <laughs> exactly. Like... <laughs> I like holly. I like a butterfly yeah. bush. I like a lilac bush. Uh-huh. You know, just not a nasty black bush. Black black haired. Bush. <laughs> they're pretty much all, they're all dark all black bushes yeah, yeah, yeah. unless it's like it's uh, my own black bush unless it's like a 
a redhead. Maybe you get like a fire bush. <laughs> a fire bush. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Like just Friday. a ginger bush. <laughs> ginger bush. Yeah. yeah. Well, next year they're going to have the ginger bush. It'll be ginger infused whiskey. May, maybe. But uh, it's an interesting name for a uh, whiskey. Yeah. I'm sure it was around. Um, I'm sure it was yeah. around before uh, the the colloquialisms that we've I, that we've come up with. I don't think so. I oh, think this is fairly new. <laughs> fairly they knew what they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. This is the Bushbills Black Bush. I was trying to say <laughs> I do think we should call this the Black Bush. <laughs> this would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, they probably were. They were probably <laughs> drunk I know, yeah, yeah. on Bushbills <laughs> when they made it. Uh but Bushbills Black Bush Irish whiskey combines yeah, an, with me. an exceptionally high amount of oh, malt man. whiskey. Don't married shave that with fucking a, shit right <laughs> there. Just call it the fucking black bush. <laughs> married with a lighter grain whiskey and then matured in former Oloroso sherry and bourbon cans. It's got to be mature. <laughs> this unique recipe means black bush has rich, fruity notes <laughs> and a deep, intense character balanced by an incredibly unique smoothness. <laughs> probably like, you smooth. can't have both. Yeah, no, you can have either one or the other. It's gonna be rough or it's gonna be smooth. <laughs> it's best enjoyed neat over ice or in classic cocktails. Oh, in other yeah. words, it's best enjoyed in any way yeah. that you could conceivably Just drink like it. Just like from the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned we're experts at this. This is yeah. where the expertise comes in. It's best enjoyed neat uh-huh. over ice or uh-huh. cocktails. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, so okay. Yeah. I guess you could. You, any way you want it, you can have this. Black That's bush. the best way. The best yeah, way yeah. is anyway. Yeah. Uh, the most seasoned of Irish whiskey drinkers know you can't be. Black I mean, they could have bush. come up with a better name than that. It's like uh, eight years of cherry. I guess they came not black label because that's already Johnny the Walker, yeah. right? Stopper. Uh, the tasting notes are right from the pour. You'll notice the dark coloring. Even Black Mills. Black Mills would have been better. <laughs> yeah, Black Mills would have been better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a result of maturing from up to eight years in Spanish Oloroso sherry casks and sweet bourbon barrels. As for the taste, it's 80% malt whiskey floats across the tongue to deliver dark variety, velvety fruit notes right through to the, to the uh, long finish. So it has sherry, peaches, nuts, and amazingly spicy. And it's black finished, made with black bush. Uh, one of the best whiskeys in the world, Men's Journal. Right, that's a lie. <laughs> we've had many of them. That's a lie. Uh, we've had many of them that's on the podcast. <laughs> eight years. Eight, well, some of it's eight years. Yeah. I mean, I think the rest of it is probably six months. Yeah, probably. Uh, but but it says eight years. Uh, so, Freddie, uh, you know, I, I you know I am on my forever quest to find an Irish whiskey that we can both enjoy, that we would both buy, that we would both sip on in our private time and our time that we aren't spent, you know, tasting whiskeys that we would actually grab off the shelf and say, you know what? That's what I'm going to drink tonight. I'm in search of that Irish whiskey inspired by Peaky Blinders. I know there's an Irish whiskey out there in the world that we can find that will meet our specifications. Yeah. I don't know if this will be the one, I'm but I won't give up until no. I find it, even I mean, if actually, it means spending $180. No, I wouldn't spend $180 on a an Irish whiskey. I mean, I would, you know, if, if I really had to, if I, like, if I lost a bet, Betting against Tom Brady, then I would spend that much money on a scotch for sure. Maybe even on a bourbon or on a rye, but on an Irish whiskey or even on a Japanese whiskey, uh, I I don't know if I would do that. Would it would what's, yeah? There's there was some like there's something on the glass right there. I, there. There's that's on the outside of the glass, I believe. I'm not sure what that is. It's yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. All right, that's interesting. I don't know. Dishwasher, Maytag. <laughs> Where's the Maytag repair man? What about the Black Bush? 
yeah, I mean, so the tasting notes Most are... Most of them are. Are allegedly... <laughs> if, still, if they still exist. Well, it's for everyone. That's why it's for everyone. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, yeah. Sherry, yeah. peaches, nuts, and it's amazingly drapes, spicy. Drapes don't usually match what's on top. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like eyebrows. Yeah. But it's funny because, like, even, even like, my beard... It's dark. It's dark. But then my hair... Is light. It's is light. <laughs> It's weird. Like this is weird. Yeah. These things should be the it's, same. They should, but they're sort not. Of be the same. But God yeah. damn you! Genetics. Like your hair matches your beard. Generally, yeah. Yeah. Mine, I mean, except for the gray. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually have some grays. Like I don't have gray on my hair, but I gray my beard. Yeah, the gray cut in the beard first. Yeah. And then the Usually, yeah. Yeah. I know. And then you got to color it. I'm not. You got to get the whole Keith Hernandez <laughs> hair club for men thing going, or not the hair. What are they? What's that one? Just for men. Just for men. Just for men. Uh, somehow, I bet you it's a messy ass thing. I've never tried it, and I never will. But it, they make it look so easy, like you just brush yeah, it in. Yeah. I'm guessing it's not that it's easy. It's like mascara or something. I'm guessing it's not it as easy yeah. as they make it out. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's, Let's sniff see. it. Let's see. Let's sniff this black bush. The kind of aroma is coming out of this black bush. Fishy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I didn't say that, folks. <laughs> I get fruit. <laughs> really? <laughs> Clean yourself up. That must have been some booty wipes. <laughs> hey, booty, those booty wipes. I like the booty wipes. I like the booty wipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's very soothing. Yeah, I do get a lot of fruit. I get the peaches. Oh, it is, it is very sweet. It is very sweet on the nose. I mean, I get a little bit of sherry, but not as much as I would expect from being aged in, in sherry yeah. casks. Yeah, not, not extremely woody either. I expect a little bit of woodiness because the bourbon. Um, I don't really get the barrels. nuts either. I'm not getting nuts, but I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting peaches. I'm getting the fruitiness. I mean, yeah, it's heavily no, for fruited. sure. The the um, boulder fruits. Yeah, I get a <laughs> lot of fruitiness coming through. I, I, I'm, the spiciness, I'm not sure. Even the spiciness, I'm getting a little of that caramel sweetness. I get a little sour, just a little bit of a. Every Irish whiskey has to have a little bit of a sour nose. Vanilla. But it, it definitely but it smells doesn't... more like a scotch. Then like the Kilbrin or the Proper 12 or the other green bottles that we got. <laughs> For some reason, I wish whiskey comes all in green bottles. Hmm. Jameson's got that, you know, that harshness, that, that sourness on the nose. But it's not very complex, though. I mean, it's sweet. You know, you got some vanilla notes in there, some... Yeah, but look at that. Yeah, I mean, honey. if you got a jean shirt... yeah. And you can and you can directly pour at a right angle like that. <laughs> I mean, that's some skill, yeah. right? I mean, it's, there. A, it's a nice website. Like, exactly. Why is that ball? Why is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, the way what, he, that at the angle it would be, he, it would be overflowing. Yeah, at the angle, at the angle, <laughs> the angle he's, he's holding that bottle. Uh, there's no spout on it. It's basically just a wide open bottle, and it's it's and and I mean, look at where the liquid is. Yeah, it would be overflowing, yeah, it, and it, it I'm would sure just be it did pouring out over <laughs> the glass. I mean, good Photoshop skills by whoever did that good job for them but yeah but that's not how you pour whiskey no that's not how you pour whiskey at all well unless you're pouring it for like the big lebowski or something yeah all right let's see let's do it soft oh it's not bad smooth i mean it's it's very smooth 80 proof it's actually really smooth i mean it's light on the whiskey it's only 40 percent, but it is it's soft though. I mean, there's there's not much creaminess at all. 
I get creaminess. I get a little bit of spice, especially bit. on my mid palate. Just a little bit. On my mid palate, I get a little bit of spice and dryness on my mid palate. You do get. I get a some... little nuttiness. A little. Oh yeah, bit. there's actually just a little. This, I mean, not almost as, like an almond. Not as pronounced as the website might suggest. Um, I mean, of course they're going to try to market the shit out of this because it doesn't match up to scotches. But hey, hey, <laughs> not all scotches are good, yo. All of the ones we've had, except for like Glenlivet Twelve, have been yo? pretty good. Yeah, you said yo. <laughs> said, strike that. Your youth is showing. <laughs> strike that. <laughs> We're gonna edit correct it. You're de- gonna edit it out when of the I correct podcast. This deposition, I will. It's like instead of yo, you're yeah. just gonna hear beep. <laughs> yeah, right just there. A, yeah, I'm not. Uh, please strike the yo. I, the only reason I said that is because Better Call Saul's coming back, and I'm getting that's like, right. I'm getting like Breaking Bad. I think Monday it starts energy. actually. Um, I know. I mean, it's a very smooth. I will happily finish this glass. Whiskey. I mean, it's got a nice, a uh, little is... bit of creamy sweetness to it. I mean, there, there, there is that. Um, it's not bad. You got to admit, it's not bad. But it's not. I mean, how much was it? Thirty bucks. Yeah. Okay. For thirty bucks. I mean, if you paid any more for it, then I would say it's you a paid, mass produced. You overpaid. Yeah. But it's I mean, better for than that Bush much. For, I mean, sure. for, for thirty bucks, this is actually a very smooth, enjoyable whiskey. You know, not overly complex. But if you just want to sit back, relax, and sip on something that's soft on the palate, this is a good one. Especially out of a dirty glass. I just wish I had a little bit more. And he gave me the dirty glass, just so you know. I got it. No, mine has little speckles on it. I'm not sure exactly what's on there. Were you painting recently? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it was a it was a uh, NFT. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. I painted it, then I took a picture of it. Yeah, nice. And then nice. I sold it. Yeah. But I did, nobody wanted the actual painting. They yeah, just wanted no. a picture of the painting. A, pic- a picture of you painting the picture, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It was, it's, it's it's very modern, very contemporary. Yeah, no, I mean, it is. Yeah, you're, you're very Banksy of you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, the Mona Lisa is worth about, you know, not $10 million. Oh, uh, not much. But a, a picture <laughs> Mona Lisa of would be the, way, worth way more uh, than that. But a picture of the... I can't even know. Who was the artist? Was it? Uh, I don't even know who painted the Mona Lisa. Michelangelo. I should know. Michelangelo. Michelangelo. I don't think it was fucking Michelangelo. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, well, <laughs> while he was up in the Sistine Chapel, he was like just chucking out some Mona Lisa. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I think, fucking I think, I think Michelangelo. It was Mona not Michelangelo. Mona Lisa. Let's take a look at this band. It was not Michelangelo. Okay, Leonardo da Vinci. It was, it was one of those fucking guys. I don't know, man. Donatello, Leonardo, one of the fucking turtles. I don't know, man. Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I took I took a lot of art history in school and I don't even fucking know Michael Angel no Marcus yes he was an artist but not not a painter hey I know it was one of those guys all right yeah it was uh, it was Leonardo yeah, it was yes it was Da Vinci but but what's really it was Van Gogh but was Van Gogh it was, Van Gogh. It was uh, Mozart maybe I mean he had a painting phase right yeah, yeah, in between uh, in between Symphony Number no. Four yeah, and Symphony Number Five he painted yeah he did that yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but what's really valuable is a picture Dolly? of was it Dali? But if you had a digital painting of Da Vinci painting the Mona Lisa, yeah, yeah. now that would be something yeah. Mark Cuban would if sell. If only you could go back in time and take a picture of that shit, Ben. Right? <laughs> I want to. I mean, in the future, I just want to be people. I want to be people. You want to be what? People. What's people? People is this <laughs> uh, digital artist who like sold a fucking. All of it, like he he did like digital art like every day or every week, and there were like hundreds of them, and he put all like you know all two hundred or three hundred or five hundred, however many it was, of his digital artworks into one NFT, and it sold for like 
fucking three hundred million dollars or something. But why? <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying like why? I'm not like, okay. Fine. He does. He did. You know, he's he's an artist. He does his work. It's his craft. But why the fuck would anybody pay three hundred million dollars for that? Like, what? I mean, like, what are you gonna get in return? Like, what, I, you pay three hundred million dollars. What do you, you expect to get? Six hundred million dollars? I don't know. Uh, no NFTs. I I, yeah, I, don't, I, I think they're a scam. No, yeah, I, I I completely agree with that. I yeah. mean, a picture of Magic Johnson dunking a ball. Yeah. Well, no, it wouldn't be Magic, but a picture of you know uh, Steph Curry hitting a three. Yeah, which is verified like twenty the, times a game and shit. Verified by the <laughs> NBA. I just I I can't imagine it being worth money later. Yeah, like because it's I know it's finite. Like maybe there's only ten of them. Maybe there's only five of them. So it's rare, whatever. But I can't imagine like because what do you? Like I don't, I don't understand the like, market. Like, what do you do with it? Like, like you I can't don't show it to somebody. Like, yeah. with somebody like you come well, over and give me like, look at my NFT. I don't understand the market for it though. Like, <clears throat> it, you know, it's it's if something. It's, it's the rarity of it. it I, it's the I fact guess, that there are are there, are there, are there people that like are into that sort of shit? Like some, you know, like rarity of of yeah, digital like, art. Yeah. yeah. I mean, personally, I think it's. I mean, I, I like it with music, like because, like with like with with a uh, you know with like a, a a baseball card or you know like if it's like a like Derek Jeter rookie and there's like you know maybe five cards out there, it's something that you can hold in your hand. It's like physical. You can like I, you can show me. It was like even if it was signed by Derek Jeter or whatever. I wish. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Oh, Derek. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, <laughs> I mean, you would love if he came over to your house. But, like, I mean, those things you can Miami hold in Miami. your hands. No, like, no, I'd, no. I'd be impressed by that. I'd be like, wow, you know, this is like a, almost a one of a kind. Whereas, you know, digital art is, you know, it's like ones and zeros. And it's like, uh, like, who can you show this shit to? Yeah. I mean, the one thing I like about it is that you It's get, like on a drive? Yeah. Well, no, it's in, it's on a blockchain, but okay. you can get the one thing I do like about it is if for some reason you decided to make something and people wanted it, every if you, if if you do it through an NFT with a contract on the blockchain, then every time somebody else sells it mm-hmm. or trades it, you get a cut. Oh, okay, it's gonna right. Cut Whereas too. if you buy a painting and I sell it to you, and you're still an artist, the second time I sell it, no, 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 you yeah. have to you have to buy. It's like Spotify. You have it's to like buy, people are like the record companies are so terrible. Until Spotify paintings. came around, they're like the record companies are amazing. <laughs> you have to buy paintings from painters that are dead. <sighs> yeah, but yeah. I mean, typically because they could always create more. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> dude, you can't create more if you're dead. But if you're alive, you can still continue painting, and then the value of this goes down. Like, stop, bro. Yeah, I mean, I always want like to you paint. have to tell them. I usually tell my painters that, like, stop. Well, you are a painter. You got like the you got like the Three's Company bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that my bathroom is pretty fucking badass. All right, it is, it is. But it, yeah. I mean, it does have that like Three's Company vibe, like that seventies yeah, yeah. vibe. Yeah, I was going for that retro modern look. Yeah, it does. I mean, yeah. I mean, with the colors are right. Like, yeah, the, the colors. It, it would have been like light blue and like orange. Yeah, and, like I, I, I and like I, and like taupe. I, like I, back I, in the seventies, but now you you have it's a different color. I, I went out of my comfort zone a little bit with that one, you know. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. may as well paint this out, take the siding off this outside of this house here and yeah. paint it. <laughs> pretend, pretend it's art. Yeah. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Uh, where would you rank this, Franny? Or rate uh, it? Rank it? Rate it? Yeah, you know, I, would, I would give it. Um, where would you rate this black bush? I would give it a seven. Uh, not because of its complexity, but just because of the smoothness. I mean, this is something you could drink over a long period of time. It goes down easily. I mean, there's some nice flavors there, 
Um, I just, I, I mean, I wish it was more complex. There's a lot of sweetness, not much creaminess. It's, it's very light, but just that smoothness. It just goes down so easily. Yeah, I'm going to give it an eight on the Irish whiskey scale. There's, we don't have different scales, but it's one scale. Where do you rate this? <laughs> well, in but a for an Irish whiskey, this is this is the first Irish whiskey that I would drink mm-hmm. after the podcast, mm-hmm. or on my own, or in a drink I mean, I for they, no reason. I, I'm not going to drink proper twelve. I'm not going to drink Jameson. I'm not going to drink Bushmill. No, but Jameson has a couple different Kilburn. offerings. Jameson has a couple different. I mean, the regular Jameson is just something you ask for shots at at the bar. Like, oh, what should we have shots of? And you're going to have a Jameson. I don't care. Like, let's fucking do Jameson. But I mean, they yeah, have other I, offerings I would never of Jameson. Say that. Like I would a, never say I mean, I've had shots of Jameson. I would say right? Rumplemints. I would say Jägermeister. What the fuck is <laughs> like, Yeah, I got to find this Rumplemints. It's like Rumplestiltskin? Uh, I got to find the Escorial for you. Because once you taste that Escorial, you're going to be like, You'll never go back. Man. I just wish they made it in the in the ceramic bottle. <laughs> cheap fucking Actually, yeah, you did Cheap show me fucking a Bavarians you don't make that shit. You did show me a bottle of that. Yeah, that was a nice bottle. Cheap fucking Bavarians. I, suppo- I thought you were crass people. Blow that shit. You're like, put it in a glass bottle. Oh, ceramic's too expensive. It's kind of pricey. It is, but Inflation. I mean, I, I, man, I had like 50 bottles of that. Man. Well, no, I, man. Back in New York in the, yeah. in the 90s, 80s, late 80s, 90s, I probably had 10 bottles, empty bottles in my house of that. And I threw them all away mm-hmm. because I just assumed they would like, always come in that bottle. And it had a cork. It been. was like, it had a cork. It wasn't like a, it wasn't, it was literally like a ceramic bottle with a ceramic smooth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Opening mm-hmm. with a cork could have been an NFT, and it was it's really good. Yeah, but of course it's gone by the wayside because Scotch and a lot of other things yeah. in Irish whiskey are more popular now than Escorial mm-hmm. out of Bavaria. Yeah, I know. I want to find a ghost whiskey, like uh, you know, one of those uh, distilleries that started out and started aging their whiskey, but then they went out of business, but their whiskey is still aging in barrels. Like I want to find one of those. I mean, I don't know how much those are, how much they cost, but that talking about rarity. And talking about NFTs and Derek Jeter rookie cards, <laughs> I mean that is like something that that's, that's like one of a ton, one of a kind. You know, it's like they started out, they yeah, put sure. that whiskey into a barrel, and they don't exist anymore except for what's ever left in that barrel. Yeah, my Derek yeah. Jeter moment was this. <laughs> you waved at him. Yeah, yeah, in Gardner, New York, because he had a house up there when he was playing for the Yankees. Uh-huh. He was jogging by with and me, he, my brother, and his girlfriend you. Renee, and he went jogging by, and I said, "Hey, Derek." <laughs> and what did he say? He waved. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, look at that. You got away from Derek Jeter. Yeah, he used to hang out at the Gilded Otter in New Paltz, New York. Uh-huh. When he was like, I wouldn't say hang out like on a nightly uh, basis, yeah. Yeah. but occasionally. And he mm-hmm. would jog by and I was like. Yeah, your jaw dropped. In. Well, I mean, he's, he's, the, he's the best athlete of. Can I see prob- your black? Can I see your black bush? <laughs> he's probably the best athlete of the 20th century. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would you say is the best athlete, Ben? Of the 20th century? Derek Jeter. Of the 21st century. <laughs> of the 21st century? Ooh. Fuck me. I guess I hate him now. Hate him now. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, of the 21st century? Mm-hmm. It'd probably be a tie. Between? Probably a tie between Michael Phelps. Mm-hmm. LeBron James and Serena Williams. I mean, that's a pretty good list. I mean, Serena Williams is a badass. I mean, LeBron James, what he's doing at his age is pretty amazing. But well, I would what he say, did when he was young was fucking amazing. Yeah, I know, but I would, I would, I would say Michael Phelps, though. I would definitely say Michael Phelps would be like my number one. 
and what he accomplished. Oh, yeah. I don't hate Michael Phelps, by the way. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't yeah. like LeBron James. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, and Michael, I mean, uh, you know, Michael Phelps, what he did was amazing. But, but, but LeBron James is doing it at 38 years old. It's pretty amazing. It, I mean, I rooted for him so hard when he was with the Cavs. I mean, yeah. playing 48 minutes every game, putting his, you know, with a bunch of scrubs on the team. I just never thought he would turn out to be like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I just never expected an Aaron Rodgers ending for, for LeBron James. I just I wouldn't have bet on it. When he was I, with I, the Cavs, I could have bet on that. I could have bet on that, and you know, just just knowing his personality and the you know his character, I I I I'm not too. But surprised. his character was so strong early. I mean, but it, yeah. even if his character wasn't strong, he had yeah. he had the Michael Jordan work ethic, maybe with the LeBron James attitude. Uh, but he didn't carry the the Michael Jordan work ethic to the end of his career. Yeah, he is. He, <laughs> he still is. I mean, thirty eight years old doing what he's doing, Ben. Come on. But still, Michael Phelps would be my my number one. Yeah, I mean, I mean that Olympics. I mean, how many gold medals in what four Olympics? Yeah, I think he went to two thousand in the Sydney Olympics, two thousand four at the Athens Games, two thousand eight at the Beijing Games, and two thousand twelve at the London Games. Yeah, I think that's uh, was it three. I think was it was it, 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 it might have been two thousand sixteen in uh, in Brazil. It's uh, I think he might have. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah, I think but. it was four Olympics. I mean, but for a sport like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that snowboarding. Or was he not... 2004? I don't know if he went to the Sydney Games. Maybe he was in Sydney. Maybe it was 2004, 2008, 2012, 2016. Yeah, I mean, not that snowboarding and all that stuff is not a sport. Yeah, it is yeah, a sport, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, but but what he was able to do, especially in I think 2000 was it 16? 2008. 2000. Oh, well, so no. at the Beijing Games, he was. That's where he would like fucking balled out. I mean, it's just what he was able to do was you know took Mark Spitz and was like, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll see you later, Mark. Yeah. So yeah, that 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 is. That that shows how good this Bushmills is when we're way off topic. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at a seven. Or I'm at an eight. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm at a seven because I like it. Yeah, and I uh, may, I might be a little partial to my friend, but I, I think, like. I it. think you are. I think you are just a little bit. But uh, it's smooth. It's dry. I like it's the fruity. It's got a little spice, but it's very smooth. Yeah, but not as good as any scotch. And uh, it's, it's it's as good as some scotches. <laughs> there are scotches that are worse than this. The Glen Livet Twelve was no the Glen. Fittich 12 was was yeah. probably the worst one that we've had. I'm sure there are scotches yeah. out there that are worse, especially some of those big mass-produced scotches that are coming out of uh, some yeah. of the big distilleries. Better than any Irish whiskey, though. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> well, I'm going to take it up a notch next time. I'll kick it up a notch. I'm going to get some kind of really expensive, ridiculous yeah, Irish no. whiskey yeah, that tastes no. exactly like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tastes exactly. And then you're going to like force yourself to like it because you spent so much money on it. I'll be like, oh, that, 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 this... this uh, this uh, this Jameson fourteen, this Belfast <laughs> bomber <laughs> is really good. All right, Friday. What's next up on the big board? Uh, next up, Ben is our beer of the week. It is a limited series from McKellar Brewing in San Diego, bro. It's their Guava Gang. We'll pour it into a glass and we'll try it, Ben. All right, we'll be right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week. Like I mentioned, it is a limited series from McKellar Brewing in San Diego. It's the Guava Gang, Ben. Man, these labels, yeah, amazing. Exceptional. Amazing. They really catch your eye on the shelf. Exceptional. Uh, there we are. Crack it open. Mm-mm-mm. All that goodness. I'm sure you have some information with us. I do. Ben. This is the Guava Gang. 
It's a ghost-style ale made with guava and sea salt. It's 5% ABV. The Guava Gang. Guava Gang, Guava Gang, Guava Gang! I know, they really went out with the Guava Gang right there. Our favorite ghost-style ale, treated with a gob of guava puree for added summer vibes and a maximum of fun. Each year, we closed out our passion fruit party with a little bit of pink guava, so we just can hold on to those last waves of heat just a little longer. A moderate acidity is bursting with tropical flavors and subtle salinity for a premier refreshment. Drink it cold and love that San Diego life. Perfect alongside grilled fish and vegetables. Franny's favorite. A sunshade and some sand in the toes. Maybe even some friends. If you run out, you know where to find us. Uh, In San Diego, bro. I feel all warm and toasty inside already, Ben. All right. Let's do this. I know, man. Cheers to you. Let's see how it smells. Let's see what the aromas are. Ooh, it smells clean and crisp. Tart. Ooh, a little nice sour, but a good sourness. Not like an Irish whiskey sourness, a good sourness. It was a nice fruitiness, that tartness, that sourness. It smells really nice. Oh, I really like oh, man, I get a little really bit of guava, a little bit of island fruit coming through. It's like some sort of like a like a fruit punch almost. It's like it's, it's, you just don't expect that that sort of aroma from a beer. But I like that sourness on the mm-hmm, nose. Mm-hmm. It's almost got a citrus sourness. Oh, man, it smells good. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, it's, well, it's t- I, I, I want to try this. Let's see how this, All right. let's, let's see how this tastes. Let's do it. it. smells so good. And I give the website credit. They're still hanging out on Google+, Plus, uh, which apparently is still a thing. I like it. It is refreshing. Oh, it's dry. It's, it's refreshing. refreshing. See, I'm not getting the, the it's sour. I'm not getting a lot of dryness. I'm getting the sourness, but I'm getting the nice crispness. Ben, this has a nice little bit of crispness. This is a refreshing, nice summer beer right here. I would want a little bit more crispness. I would want a little bit more crispness. I yep. would want a little bit more Found Christmas. It. Found it. I would want a little bit more Christmas. What I like I is I would <laughs> want a little bit more Christmas. I would want uh, a little bit more Christmas. Yeah. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I would want a little bit more Christmas. I that's good again. Yeah, no, it's it's uh no, I mean uh, what I like is the tight it carbon- is crisp. the carbonation. I mean, the carbonation is almost perfect in this one. I mean, the carbonation, it's not too thick. It's not too thin. It's just almost perfect for it's got a nice tight bubble. the type of beer that it is. I mean, I mean it's is, got that beautiful saliva-generating like tartness. It, it does. It does. It's tart. It's it's it's. I got a lot of saliva going on. Refre- it did. I mean, it's, it's, well, as I'm speaking to you, Ben, I feel like it's like forming inside of yeah. my mouth. I mean, it uh, really makes you... I mean, you make me salivate in general, but I mean, this you just so much more. Salivate. <laughs> That's good. That is that is a good beer. I mean, the last one we had, uh, which ghost was it? Uh, let me take. Let me, let me just I mean, it's hard up. to keep track of all these San Diego uh, beers because apparently yeah, all the all beer in the United States is yeah, made uh, in San Diego. Yeah. Let me see what the last McKellar um, brewing beer was that we had. Uh, there it is, right there. It was their passion pool. And that passion pool one was also really good. It was their ghost style ale with passion fruit and sea salt. This one has the guava with the sea salt. But man, I mean both of them are good. I'm 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 gonna continue buying stuff from this brewery. I mean, this is fucking delicious. I mean, especially when the summer rolls around, Ben. 
sipping these by the pool or even that passion fruit one by the pool. That is some good beer right there. Oh, I mean, this is really good. I mean, it's really good. It's just different. I mean, just take another sip. I mean, it's like that tartness really hits you with that sourness. I mean, it makes you pop your lips almost. I mean, that's some good stuff. And they got a beautiful little Twitter feed here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's their brew room. Yep, man. I mean, I think we have to go to San Diego just to go there. I mean, we'd be there all day. Yeah, because I don't even know where we're going to go. I, I Just there. No, I mean, in the summer, I don't know where we're going to go. Where? I mean, you know, I've, I well, actually, you have... Uh, the second and third week of August, I think. Oh, the second and third? I have the first through the fourth <laughs> week of yeah, August. So I knew it would fit right in there. Yeah. There will be yeah. some other people there the first week, which I, uh, which not, would, would not be, uh, well, I mean, fruitful for my vacation. You'd have a full house, basically. Very full. Although, you can always hang out at my place, Ben. <laughs> not as many That's people. That's true. Not as many people. Just myself. <laughs> well, nobody else going to be there? I'm not sure who's going to be there at the time when I go. I'm not I'm not sure who is going to be there at that time. But um that means I won't be the second or third choice. You're what? <laughs> As I usually Whoa, am. whoa, whoa. I got done hanging out. I got done whoa. hanging out with Dumbo now. Let me see if Ben's whoa. doing anything. Whoa. I don't even know how many times I asked you to hang out and you're like, oh, "I'm going to bed. I'm tired." <laughs> I didn't want to go fishing. I'm minutes. just watching a movie. Like who the what you're watching a movie where you could be watching a movie here and you're you're over there watching a movie on Netflix? I mean, like, I don't even know how many times I asked you to go out on multiple occasions. I don't know, man. I'm kind of tired. Give me that beer. There you are. All right. Oh, wait, you don't want any more of this? No, I'm good. I, I have to drive home eventually. But, yeah. Yeah. That 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 hurts. I was ben. thinking Lubinia. That hurts. <laughs> Ljubljana. I would love to go to Ljubljana. I was thinking I could potentially. Can, can you fly in there? I mean, you could, I mean, like if you drive, if you fly into Croatia from where we're at, Ljubljana is like a four hour drive. It's not really not that far. Well, I was thinking that, yeah. You know, I was thinking I'm Salzburg. Salzburg where? Germany? Salzburg, Austria. Austria? <laughs> I mean, there might be a Salzburg in Germany too. I'm not sure. Germany, I haven't looked at the map. Austria, I mean, but there is, it's, it's right next to the border. The it's Nazis, close, the other it's ones close. with the Nazis. <laughs> ben, it's not, it's not 1939. <laughs> but, uh, that's why I don't go to Italy. I'm kidding. I'm because kidding. Them fascists. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 close to the border of Germany, but it's not quite in Germany. But I was thinking, like you know, I you know, I know, uh, you know, Sonia's going to be there just before us. I'm gonna if I do go, which I most likely will, I'll probably get there around August first. You'll pull in about August what seventh, maybe. Uh yeah, whatever that weekend is probably. Yeah. probably man, but I did Friday. notice though, man, fucking rental cars are expensive. Yeah, I mean they are uh, fucking pricey right now. They are pr- all over the world. When I went to yeah. New York last year, yeah, for f- five days mm-hmm. it was eleven hundred dollars. It's crazy. It used to be like three hundred dollars. Like why? <laughs> it I kind of like it literally used to be like fifty bucks a day. Yeah, I don't understand it. It's like I'm looking at these these rental car prices. It's like two, three, four, five thousand dollars. I'm like, wow, it's way more than my vacation fucking cost just for a fucking car. Yeah, the problem is you these... can't get an Uber down there. I mean, yeah, it's not or you can get an well, Uber. Well, I wouldn't but... Uber it to Ljubljana. No, I mean, but <laughs> yeah. I mean around town. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even I mean, around town, you can't really take Ubers. I mean, the lowest price I found was around two thousand dollars. Was like for like a Peugeot two hundred six or some shit like that, which is fine. I'll take it. I don't care. It's four wheels. I can get from point A to point B. But still, man, prices are 
are high for rental cars for some reason. Yeah, Salzburg. I mean, anywhere. Anywhere that I haven't been. I was just thinking I would fly in there and meet you if you were already there, rather than flying in well, and I mean, driving out. No, it was fun driving. I, I, I enjoyed driving. Well, but we met in Prague, and then we drove down. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's like, driving, I well, Prague was a 10-hour drive. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> well, that's why I'm thinking, like, you, you to, have a four-week vacation, I have never, a two-week, you've never been so to, I don't know if I want to spend the 10 hours never in been, the car. <laughs> you've never been to Budapest. I've Well, yeah, no, I've never been to Budapest. Yeah. I would like to go to Budapest. Yeah, maybe Budapest. I would love to go to Buda and Pest. Yeah, well, yeah, they're right next to each other, right across the river, yeah. Ben. <laughs> They're not too far. I, I want to walk across the river, the, whatever the, the bridge. bridge is. I wanna, I'm, sure, I'm I assuming wanna, there's a bridge. I want to swim. There's multiple bridges. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, Budapest would be good. Any place would be good. Yeah. Not maybe. Vienna again, though. I like Vienna, but too much water. Hey, but we could still go to Vienna. Budapest is not that far. That's true. Or we could go to uh, St. Petersburg. Not right now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, not right now. Not right now. I, I, I was gonna bring a vape with me, like with some CBD and some some <laughs> weed oil. I mean, I was hoping that I would just bring some some yeah, marijuana I with me into, into Russia and see how it goes. Go to uh, uh, Russia with an American passport at the moment. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I mean, you know, most people wouldn't have anything against me, but there are those few people that might have something against me. Like, I don't have anything against if if, if a Russian person like came in. I'm like, if especially a woman. <laughs> I'd be like, welcome. Especially a woman. Dos vidania. Dos vidania. You just get killed by a Russian woman instead. Like, no, oh. no, not dos vidania because that's a goodbye, but like, uh, hello. <laughs> My name is uh, Francisco. How are you doing? <laughs> Francisco, I'm Italian. Let's <laughs> see. But uh, no, I mean, definitely we'll, we'll figure out. You used to be able out. to say like Sweden, we'll, but we'll, now we'll, they're like, oh, no, nope, Sweden ain't going <laughs> to do it either. We'll figure out where we're going to go this summer, but you know. Uh, but this is some very good fucking beer, man. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. give it a nine. This is yeah, that, I would also give it about a nine as well. Um, I mean, this is the second offering from this brewery, and I will definitely go back. What about uh, and, Poland? What's and, up and, with and Poland? Nobody likes Poland. I don't mind Poland. Wait, why do I want to go to Poland? Oh yeah, because I'm telling like twenty percent Polish. Yep, supposedly. Yeah, well, done. I mean, I'm not lucky that my parents like grew up in a small village in Croatia and got married and had, you know, like they were like, it's easy for you to figure it out. Bit, See, yeah. that's the one thing that people don't understand about us white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. It's very difficult for us to figure out where we came from. You damn wasps. It's very, Man. it's not easy to figure out where we came from. You can't. Cut us some slack. You can't. I mean, there, there's, 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 there's uh, what's it called? Um, uh, I have it in the, in the yeah, house. I have ancestry in the house. Spit it in. I just, just got to send it, it out. And, yeah, and it's gonna tell me that I came from like, <laughs> I don't even know where it's gonna say. Mongolia. No, it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real big mix because I mean my yeah. my family was in the country for a long 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 time, a long time. On the Mayflower. Oh well, my, my grandmother is related to Alexander Hamilton. Really? Yeah, and a, a distant relative, but yeah, mm -hmm. her, her maiden name is Hamilton. Really? Pretty interesting. We've been around for a while. Not related to any of those we're, people. We're the original people. I'm not related to any of those people, Ben. <laughs> yeah, we're definitely not the people that anybody's I, yeah. priority list right now. Yeah, I could I could trace my heritage back a few hundred years to the same town. <laughs> it's yeah. I mean, I wish it was, you know, I could like say I was, you know, related to some very famous person that people know, but I. You might have been. Maybe, maybe back in the day. I don't know. Maybe yeah, you could have been, you know, related to a very powerful Slavic king. Yeah, maybe. 
<laughs> not very powerful anymore. <laughs> that's for sure. But so. oh yeah, all you got was the entire coastline. Croatia. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 they split. Uh, who, who's, <laughs> who gets the entire coast? Oh well, let's give it to Croatia. Because <laughs> none for you. Just give you the whole coast, <laughs> not the whole coast. Everybody I mean, else, right below. Everybody us, else is landlocked. There, there are some countries right below us, Ben. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But you got a pretty big slice of the coastline. Yeah, technically, it's, it's larger than the California coastline. Yeah. <laughs> like in terms of kilometers. <laughs> let's shape this like an L, just down and then all the way across the coast. It'd be like if California was like, well, we don't really need a big state, but we got lucky. Can we have the entire West Coast? Oh, we got lucky. <laughs> nice, nice coastline. Yeah, but we'll figure out where to go though. I mean, this summer we definitely need to figure out where to go. I mean, I just it, need know, to see someplace. Someplace I, uh, that I haven't. I, I just want to get the fuck out of the country. Uh, definitely. Uh, you know, even if uh, whatever. I, I, I'll, I'll credit cards are fine. I'll use my credit cards. I just want to get the fuck out of the country and just. After three years of not being anywhere, I want to go somewhere. Uh, I was in, uh, I was in New York. Yeah. Also Massachusetts. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, New York mm-hmm. and Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in the last, hey, three, in the last three I years, I've been anywhere. <laughs> I know. I, I, I want to get out of here. Excuse me. <laughs> it's time to travel. I don't care. I can say that again. You know. Uh, and in May, I'm going rental go to cars. Uh, in May, I'm going to go to Delaware. Rental cars. <laughs> <laughs> Rental car is expensive, but fuck it. But Delaware is the first state, so yeah. there is that. There's a little history there, very little, but small amount, mm-hmm. tiny little state. Uh, but at least I get to see Chase and City and all of the credit we'll card up, companies we'll, that are there. We'll pull up the map. We'll pull up the map and see where we... Uh, we'll just put a, a dartboard out here and just start throwing darts at uh, where we want to end up. And I can listen to you snore. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking... Yeah, Budapest would be cool. Budapest, nice. Yeah, because Hungary's on the hot seat right now, so that'd be nice to Not see. Not really. I mean, well, they're they're no one ever talked to. Like, <laughs> I've been on this planet for fifty-one years, and I have never heard anybody talk about Hungary until like the last year. Uh it's other it's than existed. in the history books, it's existed for quite some time. Man. Well, but I mean, in in like the modern news, it's existed for more than fifty-one years. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah, <laughs> but in the news, I mean, yeah. other than the Austria-Hungarian Empire and that I learned Hungarian about in Empire, high school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like no one's ever talked. No, no one really talks about Hungary like on the mainstream news. But lately, it's been actually in the news. So now I want to see. I want to see. Like, you know, I think what's I all think the hype about? We should go to Budapest, and then drive. Yeah, but you've been to Budapest. I've been to Budapest, but I mean, I want to go again. I want to go back. But I want. I think we should spend more time in Maribor. <laughs> Oh, I like Maddie Bar. I think a day might be enough. No, for I, I, no, we should just go there and just get fucked up and just, you know, just tour the city and jump off that bridge and jump off the bridge. I would definitely jump off that bridge. Yeah. I would go swimming with the people at Maddie Bar. <laughs> You'd be the only one. No, no. Like, they'd like, be like, no, you don't go in that river. No, it's no, green. No, you know no. why it's green? We don't know either. <laughs> but we're guessing it's chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> it's not green. It's actually pretty clean. But uh, yeah, we'll figure out where to go. But All right. Beer, though, Ben? Nine. <laughs> Eight for me. Guava Gang. Uh, McKellar uh, Brewing. Man, I'm going to pick up some more beers from this company. That is some good shit right there. And they have a lot more on the shelf. And it's actually, it's not, I mean, the price is actually not that bad either. I mean, it was about $12 for these four cans, but they're large cans. This is, uh, how many ounces is this one? It, well, there's a lot of alcohol volume right there. Um. Wait, is it? Is it? Is it just? Let's see. Where is it brewed exactly? 
Which was San Diego, but San, San I think Diego? the last time the last time we talked about it, I think it was. Are you talking about like North San Diego, South San Diego? No, I mean West San Diego because there's a lot of East um, San Diego. There's a lot of European print on here, so I wonder if there's a tie. Oh, is there, uh, there's a McKellar Brewery in in Canada or in uh, Europe as well. Yeah, I think it's in Belgium, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, definitely pick up some more from that. That's fucking good shit right there. It is very good. Yeah. All right, I'm at a nine. Friday's at a nine. What's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. Whatever house came to finish up the show. All right, well, you're doing that one. Wait, where is it again? It's right. Uh, there you go, right at the top. Right there. We are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Or please head over to our website at thirstandgold.brusbrout.com. There you can subscribe, listen to past episodes, all 165 and even this 166th episode and check out our show notes links to the stories we cover and booze beer we review (laughs) and the browns and the browns everything that we drink on the show links to all podcatchers to download or leave a review, email us, call us. And we, how many calls have we received, Ben? <laughs> just the one. Yeah, you, just the one. Where you told me to right, fuck off. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, follow us on Twitter at... At Gold Thirst. And our Instagram at Thirst and... Right? Yep. <laughs> I don't even know our own Instagram handle or Twitter Instagram handle. Handle? Handle? Is it breaker, a handle? breaker. Breaker, breaker. <laughs> Over. I got a smoky. Over. I got a smoky coming got... up on my left side. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, check out the amazing photos ben that i of the beers of the beers and uh (laughs) the browns and the shots everything you check it out there but uh yeah you do that way better than i do ben i i I need to get some practice on that i need practice i need practice 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 all right friday anything else to add well we oh i thought we'd get get in under 230 but we almost no you were talking about traveling too much yeah well you can never talk about traveling too much no not not enough especially as the world is exploding it might be nice to go to some places before they're rubble well let's hope not (laughs) let's Let's hope hope not definitely not san diego yeah bro (laughs) bro all the best breweries in the world (laughs) apparently yeah it's bavaria austria (laughs) San Diego. San Diego. Who would have known? Who would have guessed? <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Anything else, Ed Ben? No, I'm good. I'm good too. Thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs>